Welcome back, guys, to the This and Much More podcast. I'm Evelyn, and my handsome co-host is... Roly Vogues. And our special guest today is... Steve-O Valdez. Antho. Welcome, guys. Thank you for coming <laughs> so early in the morning. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. When he scheduled you, I was like... When he's like, oh, it works out because our son's going to be in school. And I'm like, uh, it's good Friday. He's not going to have school. So yeah, our and son I was like, oh, school. shit, he's not. So we have to like get my mom like last minute. And she's like, all right, I'll take care of him. Yeah. Well, so, because it's good Friday, man, we got a bunch of stuff going on, you know, with the fam and with the church. Yeah, and right. Stuff. So, so it's like, just like because originally we didn't have plans to to schedule anybody today because it was good Friday, you know. And somehow we ended up with two, two, two episodes today. Yeah. So oh. we got you, and then later tonight, like twelve hours from now, I guess, right? Yeah, we're, because we're the girl else. she lives in New York, so she's in town, wow. you know, literally this weekend. Huh. So it's just like a busy seize know. the moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so tell us, what all do you do? Well, what do I do? I do a little bit of everything. I don't know. Um, I started off as a musician. Um, you know, my dad's a a pastor at a church so okay. you know i started playing keys and drums and that was kind of like my childhood and then it just kind of evolved into me wanting to produce um i was doing so much music that um i was I, w- I was playing through high school and when i graduated high school i would go to like guitar center i was going to art institute so during my break i would go to guitar center mm-hmm. and um uh, you know, I would just play keys, and I would play mm-hmm. keys, you know, three hours, then I would go back to school, because I didn't want to drive all the way back to the south side, because I'm mm-hmm. from the south side, too. Um, and, you know, one of those days, Frankie J was in there, and he was, like, about to go on tour. He had him, his whole band, his manager, and uh, he was there, and he was, like, shopping for all the instruments for the tour, and he heard me, and he was like, bro, play this and play that, and... <laughs> Long story short, he was like, hey, do you want to go on tour with me? Like, I need a keyboard player. And I was like, mm, I got to ask my dad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I got to ask my parents. You know, I was 18 years old. I was in college. And this was like a full-time thing. You know, he was like, I'm going to pay like $1,000 a week. And I was like, oh, damn. Like, you know, $1,000 a week. Like, I'm 18, you know, straight out of Chavez High School. You oh, know? you went to Chavez? Me yeah. too. Oh, for real? Yeah. What, what year? I'm 2012. Oh, man, I'm 2003. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, the, like the uh, the school had just opened up. Mm. Really, like the fir- the first year I went to the performing arts school, mm-hmm. P- HSPVA, and then I I got kicked out for I don't remember why, but I got. Kicked I'm sure out. you remember. <laughs> <laughs> I got kicked out, and then I ended up going to Milby because uh, I think Chavez was like full or something. So like I had to, uh, they put me in the holding tank at Milby. Mm. And then after that, they moved me over. Which was cool because, uh, you know, all my friends were there. I, I went to Stevenson Middle School right here. We did too. Oh, yeah, we did too. Crazy. <laughs> What's up, Sam? <laughs> you know, so from there, I went over to Chavez and I finished there. Anyways, what was I saying? I was, How about you, Frankie J? Yeah, we, we, I was doing all that and, and Frankie was like, you know, you know, let's go on this thing. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, I asked my dad and I literally, I remember telling my dad, like, dad, if you don't let me do this, I'm going to always think what could have happened yeah mm-hmm. you know if you know if i would have done it and he was like are you getting paid i told him how much he was like oh damn, okay <laughs> and ever since then it just my music career took off like i just i started producing i met happy perez i met a whole bunch of people baby bash and 
Yeah. Let me just say that. What do you think would have happened if he hadn't asked you? Like, if he would tell you that he would pay you money. You think your dad would have been okay with it? Um, I think I, I'm a pretty good salesman. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one thing that my one thing I really like is my parents have always um, supported what what I've wanted to do. They they were the ones who enabled me. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. they bought me the instruments. They and the instruments aren't cheap. You know, they could have bought me the cheap stuff, but they bought me the good stuff. You know, mm -hmm. I got big old yeah. keyboards, big drum set. And I wasn't making any money. It was just like just learning. It was a passion I had, and they they've always just wanted to um, like they supported you. Yeah. So quick scenario: How would you have sold that to them if your dad's like, "Are they paying you money?" In Spanish or English? It don't matter. Spanish. Okay. <laughs> Mira, pa no me están pagando, but I really want to do it. <laughs> okay, that was Spanglish. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, I don't know, something like that. I would have just yeah, been yeah, like, look, I'm not getting paid, but I think it's a great opportunity. opportunity. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. you said you were in college, right? I had just started the Art Institute. I started early. And that's not a cheap either. Hell no, that's not. I, was, I, I still tell people, like, I'm still paying for that. I'm not true, you know, but um, I only did like one quarter, and I think it was like 20 grand or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I wanted to go to that school. Yeah, because I went there with my mom. I didn't go. I didn't attend because I went with my mom, and um, they told my mom how much it was, and my mom's like, you're not coming here. And yeah. I was just like, no, but it's fine. Yeah. Not, you know, I was going to do multimedia. That's what I was in there for. Multimedia, graphic design, mm. web design. And it's funny because I still do a lot of that stuff now. But I learned it on my own. Yeah. You know. And, yeah. but You're uh, what do you say your school is? Uh, YouTube University. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, pretty much because i was the same way like i wanted to go to the art institute for graphic design and, and music production and all that shit but it's eventually i just learned everything by myself because i did record myself as well like i used to rap and everything so i i would record myself i was using cool edit pro you know you know, but, you know what i mean <laughs> i think i heard of it i was using acid those similar okay, programs yeah, yeah, yeah similar yeah and then um yeah i got that i got that shit like offline wire and all that mm -hmm. you know uh, and eventually I, I moved on to uh, Pro Tools and everything, but it was all self-taught, self-learning, you know. Um, and then graphic design, I picked it up in middle school, right? I forgot. Yeah, middle school and then took a serious, more serious high school. And then after high school, that's when I became more. Wait, time out. So when y'all were in Chavez. He didn't go to Chavez. I didn't go to Chavez. You didn't go to Chavez. No. Where'd you go? I, go to, I went to East Early. Oh, Chavez you went to Chavez. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Was Mr. Lorenzana there? Honestly, okay. no, I, I wouldn't know. Because he was like the main dude that was like doing a lot of the graphic stuff. And mm -hmm. I didn't mean, oh, no. you off my bad. I was no. like, no, no, you're Yeah. But. No, I was only at Chavez for a year. Oh, okay. Because I went to that school and then I got kicked out too. And then oh, I had okay. to go to Milby, but Milby wouldn't take me. Dang, Milby Chavez, won't take you? No, no, but because they. <laughs> <laughs> That's serious. <laughs> That's... Because it was whenever tax was a thing. The oh, test, okay. you know, now, now it's star, I think. Yeah. But they kicked me out the week before that. So everybody. Like Chavez said, no, we can't because we have the test counted. Milby did too. So I ended up having to go to Austin, mm. you know, because, yeah. you know, Austin has a shitload of people that don't show up. So they're That's like, another hood oh. school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but um, yeah. so then how did it go? Like once he, like Frank, you told Frankie J, yeah? And I then, told him, yeah. And it was weird because I did like one or two rehearsals. And then following week, I had never been on an airplane before. I had never left i mean i left texas because we used to go to mexico all the time as a kid you know but um every year we were there twice but i had never been on a plane before the next week i was on a plane to puerto rico and i was like oh damn 
We did a big old show in front of a bunch of people. Then we went to Corpus and did Bayfest, I think it was. It was like 10,000 people. And I'm just like, wow. Like, I felt like on top of the world. You, you know? didn't get scared being on the Hell stage? Oh yeah. Oh, the stage? I thought you meant the airplane. I was like, <laughs> or I was terrified the first time. The stage now, like, I felt like um, I had been on stages my whole life on chur- oh, at church. Oh, okay, church. Okay. But yeah, right. we, we were still like a small no, church. yeah, I was going to yeah. say. And it's plus you're with your parents, right? Yeah, you know, you see so your mom and dad in the yeah. audience. You see a bunch of people. It's cool. But no, you see that sea of people, of 10,000 people. And it, it was I didn't get scared. I, I, I got this adrenaline rush of like, oh, damn, like, I'm really doing what I want to do. Mm. It was like. Like I was in love, you know. Mm. I loved it. It was yeah. it that was feeling, passion. Right? Yeah, it was. It was dope. I was excited. Damn. Yeah. Then I started drinking on stage. <laughs> yeah, I remember Frankie used to do this thing. We used to call it the Chinese eyes. Uh, the 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 sound engineers next to me would start giving us drinks, and uh, I remember once I was young. I was like, I mean, disclaimer. You know, I was young <laughs> drinking, you know. But you know, I would get kind of turned a little bit, and I would start messing up on the piano. And he would turn around and give me the Chinese eyes. And that's what he would call it. But, uh, yeah, you know, it it was a nice experience, man, to that's just so kind of do what you jump, jump right into it overnight, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, because so, yeah, that really was like an overnight thing. Yeah. yeah, it was like quick, you know. My boy Happy used to always say, dude, you skipped 10 years in the game. You skipped. <laughs> I never knew what that meant. I kind of know what that means now, you know. But Yeah. So uh, how old are you now? How do I look? I want to say, like, you're in your 30s for sure. Well, I already told you I was class no, of 2003. Yeah, so, yeah, he's older, 10 not, years older. I'm not quick math like that, though. I'm oh 37, 37. 37. Yeah, I was going to say, he has to be 10 years older than me because, you know. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, right the around classes, 10 years, yeah. Because yeah. oh, I'm sure, 27. Sure. I'm mm-hmm. I don't know. It'd be some people in school that's, like, two, three years behind. So. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, that guy's 19, and he's in ninth grade. <laughs> not for real. We've seen it. But, wait, wait. So how old are you? I'm 27. You're 27? Yeah. Wow, I thought you were a little bit older. Dang. I get that a lot. I get that a lot. I'm very seasoned. Um, <laughs> bring, the, bring the mic a little closer to you, bro. Okay, cool, cool. My bad. Yeah, you can like that. Yeah. He sees, yeah. I feel like everybody who goes to the army or something, like they like come out like seasoned. <laughs> nah, <laughs> like, it, it definitely puts age on you. Uh, yeah, I, I was in the army six years. Um, you know. So wow. then from 18? From, yeah, 18. From 18. So. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. I went to, uh, so when I graduated high school, like, I went, I went to college for, like, half a semester, mm-hmm. and then, like, it was a guy in there, and he was saying how his school was paid for, and, like, the school we went to was, like, kind of expensive, and I'm like, how's your school paid for? He's like, oh, I, I was in the military, and I was like, what? And I, I kept, like, bugging him about it for, like, two weeks. Hey, what'd you do? What'd you do? Like, how, how do you get it? He said, man, like, stop asking me about it. You want to go? Just go. Yeah. And, like, a week later, like, all my friends were texting me, like, where you at? I, like, dropped out and went to the military, and then, like uh that kind of started the process of really uh able to fund a lot of the stuff i was doing that's what i was about to say because like when so the way me and him connected was he i used to have a studio um pre-covid and uh i was doing artist development i was selling like a lot of packages to develop artists and mm-hmm. he used to come into the sessions in like army <laughs> like, nah, bro, I'd be, like fresh out of work fresh out of like yeah uh, i was stationed here in houston as well so um you know it was pretty cool but, yeah you know. so he was one of the artists that came in and you know and we have like this little podcast thing we're doing not podcast but like vlog kind of thing and in the very first episode we talk about how um you know he came in as an artist like purchasing mm-hmm. music and beats for me 
And then, I mean, this dude, we'll talk about it later, but like this guy, this guy evolved and eventually what really happened was he was kind of learning how to produce. He was learning how to do Videos, a bunch of stuff. Everything. Yeah. yeah and then, out. yeah, but it's a, the artist development thing was something that I jumped into mm-hmm. after I kind of came back from, from touring, you know, I was, I was on the road. I was doing a bunch of stuff. We did a lot of stuff on the road. Like we did, um, we did a bunch of TV shows, like a lot of Spanish stuff, like Despierta America. We mm-hmm. did like, yeah. Um, but we also did like the Jay Leno's and the uh, Regis and Kelly, a uh, bunch of big stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Good Morning America, and we were traveling. We we did a record with uh, with Frankie J and Baby Bash. It was called Obsession. I was uh, just listening to it on the way over here. Yeah, we were. <laughs> yeah, that was my boy, Happy Perez. He was the producer. And I was just, again, I was just so young that I was like, come in and play some keys on it. And, yeah. you know, we would go to New York and finish it, go to L.A. and do stuff. It was back then. It was crazy. You know, there was like, they yeah. were throwing money around, you know, and the, the record labels were throwing money around. There were, you know, this was like pre-YouTube. Yeah. No, yeah. Or right around when it was getting started, you know, so like... um uh the digital platform wasn't as big as it was back then people were still selling cds and records and so like there used to just be so much more money in the industry um once all that streaming stuff happened it kind of it kind of dropped down a little bit you know Mm -hmm. you know the money was low everybody was doing going independent this was before people had laptops you know people were making beats on laptops now like back then they weren't doing that but um yeah, anyway, I won't get lost. I don't know what I'm talking about. No, it. no it's so crazy because that, that, that's true how it went from, like, buying CDs to now you can just, like, watch it on YouTube for free. Watch it on YouTube for free. You could get an account on DistroKid and mm-hmm. literally make your own beat, record it on a mic, and put it out the next day, you know, yeah. for free pretty much. Yeah. And that's, like, crazy because it used to take so much money to, like, make a song, go to a studio, have an engineer, mix and master it take it to a distributor who's going to put it out there yeah. and start the marketing it was like millions of dollars to put out one song and now it's like 25 just, bucks yeah <laughs> do it do it from your house and shit like yeah so in your opinion do you think it's better when it was like you know before or where it was a little bit harder or now that it's just like i mean the money was doper the money was doper back then you yeah. know for sure they were just like hey you're pretty tight here's the deal you know yeah. like we're gonna develop you now i think what, what's cool about it now is that now you have like a lot of of creativity out there like people are just like there's there's nobody holding you back anymore there's no label that's like saying no you can they're not i mean there is but mm-hmm. you know like if i wanted to put out an album right now no one's stopping me yeah and it could sound like whatever it could be a cumbia mixed with the reggaeton mixed with the reggae mixed with yeah. the whatever you know and no one's gonna tell me nothing so so how do so how do you feel now that um, cause a lot of people are independent, you know, mm-hmm. artists, and they there's like this whole wave of like fuck a record label type shit. Yeah. I don't need them, but in a way you kind of do need them for you to get up to that next level type shit, right? Mm-hmm. But do would you would you say it's better to sign? If if you if labels have an interest in you, is it better? For you to sign right away or build your shit first and then... I always feel like it's good to build, you know? I mean, I'm not an artist, so it's kind of hard to talk about that. But the truth is, is that in my experience, what I've seen is that 
even now, if you get signed to a record label, you always hear people say, like, man, they shelf me, bro. They ain't trying to push me. They ain't trying mm-hmm. to, you know, like, I feel like it's not that they don't want to push you. It's just that there's nothing to push. You know, you have to have your own following already. You have to have mm-hmm. your own, uh, you know, fan base. And so, yeah, I definitely feel like you should build it first. You know, let's say you it's, you could strategically with a crap load of money, like, put it into something and, uh, you know, buy fans or buy situations mm-hmm. and buy placements into shows or whatever, you know, but... There's nothing like somebody who has like a cult following. You make music that's so dope or it touches people so much that people want to follow you and yeah. they want to go to your shows and they want to wear your hoodies and your shirts and that 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 grass work mm-hmm. that that's like that's like you can't buy that. You like right. you know, so I feel like going independent and doing the work yourself and then like building a fan base and then start selling your own merch and start doing your own shows. Even if it's at a small level, you start having shows with 100, 200 people, but it's consistent. Mm-hmm. That's so much doper than to go sign with a label and get shelved, and mm-hmm. they don't even know what to do with you. Or they start telling you, hey, you you know, you need to look like this. You need to sound like yeah. this. You need this kind of beat. And, yeah. Yeah. You know who I I've, uh, personally who I saw go through that was like Snow the Product, where um, she was signed. She talks about it a lot. And then she was signed, and then I guess that, that was done with. And then now she has like this cult following, like yeah. crazy, like her. Super crazy. Fan, yeah, you know, her fans are like, they love her to death and shit. And then I think recently she just signed, like, I mean, she didn't sign. She uh got a manager. Mm-hmm. She was doing everything. And then um I think she just got a manager and now she feels like, okay, like, kind of like she's she's starting to go up again. In well, a she way has where, something to manage now. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And I just feel like I saw that firsthand where I'm like, damn, like, because she has a song, Cookie Cutter cookie cutter bitches i don't know i forgot how it goes but that's pretty much what it talks about right yeah. like they wanted her to be that artist that's like the next Nicki minaj the next something you know and i feel like record labels kind of want that image for their artists sometimes right well they like to do what works you know they're yeah. <clears throat> they're numbers based you know so mm-hmm. there's a there's a girl she looks like this she sounds like this we need another one like that because mm-hmm. we know that works and so you come into a label and you're like Yo, I'm super different. I'm Kanye West. Or, you know, and they're like, oh, we don't even know what to do with you. Like, I don't know if y'all seen the documentary. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're like, uh, yeah, dude, you know, that's tight. They didn't see the vision, you know. Yeah. So he had to go paint that vision himself and yeah. show them what it could possibly be, you know. So they want to do what works. Cookie cutter, boom, boom, boom. Do it over mm-hmm. and over again. Now we need a Mexican one. Now we need a white one. Now we need an Asian one, you mm-hmm. know. But, yeah, so it's kind of like, fuck that. Let's just do whatever we want to do. Let's build it, and then you take it to a label, and they can take it to a whole other level. So it's kind of both. Yeah, I feel like you should build it first, establish it. If you really care about your art and your work, like pour your heart out into the music. Yeah, build your fan base, be super consistent, do all all what you're supposed to do. Like, don't complain. Don't oh man, nobody wants to sign me. Uh, like, mm-hmm. No, like build it by yourself, and then you have something to manage. Now you could get a manager. Now you can yeah. get a lawyer. Now you can go to the label and they'll. You know, take yeah. it to another level. For sure. And um, so Chingo Bling, shout out Chingo Bling. He's the one that referred <laughs> yeah, us to you, to pretty him. much. Uh, other than Chingo, you work with Chingo Bling, like, on, on the music side stuff, right? Yeah, that's my boy. Yeah. So other than, like, Chingo Bling and Frankie J, like, what other artists that we might know of, like, have you worked with? 
Well, uh, let's see. No, uh, I, you know, I was working heavily with a lot of producers as a musician, mm-hmm. and so one of the music, one of the producers that I met very, very early on, I would say like, um, probably like 2010, maybe something like that, 2008. I met Manny Fresh and uh, Cash Money's Manny Fresh, and. Uh, he it was crazy because like it was a very similar situation. I just walked into the studio one time. My boy called me. My boy Hustle called me. He was like, "Shout out to Hustle." He was like, "Hey man, I'm in the studio with Manny Fresh." And I was like, "Oh damn." He was like, uh, "I know Manny Fresh, right?" Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was. I didn't. I'm not like that. I know a lot of people, but I know because he always tells me. Yeah. Like on the way when we left, he's like, "Do you know who Manny Fresh is?" And I'm like. I don't know. And then he started singing the song. I'm like, oh, okay. I, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Triple OG, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he was like a founder of like the like a bunch of Southern rap music, you know? Mm-hmm. And so um, anyways, he calls me into the studio and I go in and I start playing the keys. And he was like, man, that's dope. He was like, you know how to make beats? And I was like, yeah. He was like, make me a beat. I'm like, right now? He was like, yeah. So I made a beat. And he was like, okay. He was like, hey, come here real quick. And he was like, so what do you want or what? And I was like, what you mean? He was like, how much, you know, he was like, what if I give you, again, the magic number? He was like, what if I give you a thousand a week? <laughs> and, and he goes, what if I give you a thousand a week? You just come into the studio like a couple times out of the week and just mm-hmm. work. I was like, bet, you know, we were working at a studio called 7303. That, that relationship right there has flourished into like crazy stuff. Yeah. You know, I've been in the studio with all kinds of people from Lil Wayne, a lot of his people, right? A lot of rap legends, Lil Wayne, and and uh, I'm drawing blanks here, but it's just a lot of people. Help me out here. Uh, Birdman. <laughs> Birdman. You did something with Maroon 5, right? I did Maroon 5. I did, uh, man, we've done a lot of stuff <laughs> for <Paul> people. <laughs> that's, that's like the inner joke we have. Like, we always say, Paul, who's that guy we're looking for? Paul Wall. He just always says, like- Paul Wall. It, it catches everybody off guard, but he really did though. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I actually did do a song with Paul Wall and Baby Bash on their Legalizer stuff, the first one. Um, but like Fresh, we we got it to the studio with so many people, bro. Like pro- big producers, uh, Mike Will, uh, Big Boy from Outkast. Um, uh, I literally have a list because I had to give it to my lawyer recently. But mm-hmm. um, just like big names, you know, and and. Uh, two chains. I did a record with two chains. Uh, Lil Wayne. Um, I was on the Carter Five, and oh, I real? did uh, uh, start this shit off right and uh, Perfect Strangers. Um, so like I just it flourished into a lot of cool stuff. You know, yeah. I went to Atlanta and met like the president of BMI and went to their house and oh, we worked with like Luke Bryant in Nashville. Which is hella random, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. Nashville, <laughs> but that's that's what happens when you're linked up and you work with like a legend like that. You yeah. know that legend mode right there is like people just want to work with him because he's Manny Fresh, and so like I was just able to like kind of tag along and um and just build with them, you know. So it's been dope. So he could he like connected you a lot, right? Yeah, big time, big time. He big time production, big timers, big timers, big yeah. timers. <laughs> He co-signed me, you know what I mean? Like, he, I was able to be with him. I, it got to the point where I built a team for him, you know? I started yeah. I started bringing in producers and writers and engineers to his house and because his studio at his house. And so it evolved, too. Like, everything, you know, you could either stay where you're at or it can evolve. And, and that evolved into me trying to do a little bit more business stuff with him. I don't know if you're familiar with Splice. Um, 
it's a website where a lot of producers go and they get sounds and okay, um nah. you know sounds and plugins you can like samples samples, samples all kinds of stuff yeah and so Splice was they're super multi million billion dollar company now, but when they were just kind of getting started, they were still kind of big. Um, I called them, hooked them up with them, with Manny, and we did like a um, a kit, a sample kit to sell. And you know, uh, I started just doing more business stuff, like connecting them, bringing in, building up the team, and uh, so now we have like different writers, different producers, different engineers. Oh, and, That's dope. So yeah. you took more on like the business side at that point. Well, right? both, you know, I definitely wanted, my main thing was music, you mm -hmm. know, and when I say business, like I'm not a manager or nothing like that, but I just realized like I was so in mm -hmm. with him that I was like, I could, if I have a connect somewhere else and I have this guy here, I can put that together and make a little bit more money. You know, so I was okay. like, yeah. <laughs> maybe let me do a little bit more of that, you know, and yeah, yeah, that's dope. Because for Jingle Bling, he said it was it was Baby Bash, right? Okay. That helped him connect and stuff. Yeah, yeah, he said that Baby Bash was the one that took him on tour, mm. and and had him do a, a a bunch of stuff or whatever. But yeah, that that's the first time he ever like toured or went outside of houston or whatever you know like mm -hmm. so that's pretty it's pretty cool i mean for me too honestly like the very first thing that took me out of the city was frankie J, and latium entertainment that mm -hmm. used to be here in houston they had chameleon there they had uh who they have uh, frankie J, baby bash rob g natalie now natalie works with the rockets mm -hmm. um that og um but yeah our my first two three tours were frankie J and baby bash Baby Bash is OG, bro. You know, like he's been doing it for yeah. so long. He and he shows nothing but love to everybody. Like he sees you and he likes you. He's gonna he's gonna say what's up. He's gonna put you on. He's gonna put you to work. It's so Chingo. Like Chingo's amazing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Chingo's like he's like a brand. He's a thing. He's and he has so many characters and he's super talented. He's funny. He could rap. He could write. He could you know his podcast is dope. You know, so mm -hmm. it's like. Uh, how could you run into Chingo and not like want to do something with Chingo? Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that they, they did a video in Vegas, Chingo and and uh, and Bash, and I was like, "Whoa, who the hell is this?" Because it was the first time I saw like rap mixed with the like Mexicano culture. Like I was like, yeah. "This dude's talking about all the tamales and shit." <laughs> yeah, like I was like, "What the hell? This shit is tight," you know? Yeah. All right, you want to go on a quick break? Mm-hmm. We're gonna go on a quick break. Guys, we'll be back. Yes, sir. I think it was fire. Like, I remember even, because I was a kid, I seen Chingo, like, I think he was in the, uh, I don't know if it was Riding Dirty or Turn It Up music video or something. So it was uh, like, man, who's this guy with this big old Texas hat? Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> I remember even recently looking at, it's like a Texas uh, rap album cover. It got like all the old school. Um, J Prince, it was at his ranch. Man, I, I, there's a the freestyle video, the Pepsi, Pepsi. Oh smash yeah, that too. He was in that too. Yeah. So it's like he he's very, even even outside the Latin community, he's very like known, you know, especially in Texas. So I've yeah. never seen that like way. You're recording already. Yeah. yeah, he told us that Kanye West had asked him for a picture. Who? Oh Chingo yeah, I saw man. that because I saw that episode because yeah, when Chingo told me about it, he was like. You know, this is the this is the podcast, and I saw all the Chingo's thing, and I was like, "Dang, Kanye!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, right? Like recently or back in the day? Back then, no, back, oh, okay. back then. Yeah, that he's like that. Kanye West was like, "Oh, you Chingo Bling? Can I get a picture?" That's and that, yeah, and that that he's like, he's like, "I didn't want to ask for a picture back." 
He's like, because I thought it was too cool, you know. And then he's like, now I'm just like, damn, I wish I had that fucking <laughs> picture because nobody nobody believes him, you know. <laughs> no, yeah. Nobody took a picture. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But, I mean, that picture is somewhere out there, you yeah. know. It has to be. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's on somebody's uh, razor phone. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, because you're talking about how you've been on all these projects and everything, do you feel like? Um, producers don't get the recognition they deserve or Ooh. do you feel like you're in it not specifically you but like producers are in it knowing that they're not gonna get any like no me too bro <laughs> like <laughs> you know uh it's uh you know you gotta have passion and love for it mm-hmm. you know it's, it's gotta start with that and you can't go into a room saying I'm fucking Steve Valdez. Put me on that shit. This, that's my crit. Like you can't do that. Like yeah. you gotta like, they gotta know you. They got you have to have some sort of history back. You know, mm-hmm. um, some sort of credits. Otherwise, you can. There's artists nowadays. It's a common practice for you to go um, do a song, and they pay you work for hire, and they don't even put your name on it. Yeah. Um. You know, and so like it's hard to build as a producer sometimes because, because of that. You know. Uh, they don't want to use you if you if you're nobody, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And so like, but they want your music and yeah. Um, so no, it's hard. It's hard out there to build. You know, that's why it goes back to that same analogy we we're talking about with the artists. Like, just build, build who you are, build um, your situation, mm-hmm. make a name for yourself, and then kind of work your way up. You know? Yeah. Because I mean, I've I've. We we're talking in the car. I was going to talk about this, but uh, I I struggled a lot with you know like credits and stuff like that in the past, you know, and uh, you would do records with people and not get credit on it, or, or they would credit you as like an engineer, or they would credit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I mean, kind of made that whole song right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. How are you not going to credit me as a producer? But you have to kind of earn that. You know, it's it's like a collaboration thing. You know, yeah. they want somebody who's got a nice name versus. The guy coming up you know so how do you feel about like because i feel like okay like there's big producers out there so like metro Boomin, um that's the first one that came to my head but <laughs> like there's others you know and then they have their tags you know and then mm-hmm. but now they're like artists themselves like not yeah. rappers but people yeah, yeah, know yeah. them like oh that's metro Boomin, like same fame or even like Khaled or something where yeah like, like Khaled, like yeah because a lot of people get like oh what the what the hell does he even do? You know, like people are just like questioning him, like why is he famous in the first place? You know, but I kind of want to say something. I think like uh, as any type of any business, really, a lot of times we have talent. Like you can be a chef, but if you don't know how to administrate it or sell it, then it becomes an issue trying to grow it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the business, so I, crazy. right? So I think a lot of times, whether you're a producer and you're, you feel like you're not getting credited. A lot of like on, on some level it is like you got to work your way up and earn it and then the other part too is like man is it a relationship or is it like you said it's a work for hire mm-hmm. so stuff like that well and that's then, one thing i did learn was you have to learn to communicate that up front yeah. and the coolest so you got to learn how to go in and ask for what you want to ask for without looking like a dick or without looking mm-hmm. like right. oh man like this guy thinks he's this and that you know what i'm saying and, yeah. and or ruin the relationship you know you might have this opportunity and as a producer you're like hell yeah i'm about to go work with two chains or i'm about to go work with but if you come in with like a split sheet on the table yeah they can be like bro like hold on we we don't even know we want to use you yet yeah you look weak yeah Yeah, you look kind of like who is this guy we got mike will over here just making music not asking for nothing just just down because 
So it's like a balance, you know, like yeah. and it's kind of frowned upon with some of the cool guys, the cool kids in the industry. Like, oh, you're coming in with like split sheets or you're talking business. And split, split sheets being being like percentages. Of yeah. Like, yeah. You put or, it's like a paper that says this is the name of the song. This is who's on it. Who wrote it? You get 50 percent. You okay, get 20 okay. percent. So that's recommended from all the attorneys and, and the business people and and. But in the in the real game, like it just be a bunch of dudes smoking weed in the studio. So yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, by the way, guys, here's the split sheet. I wanted to know if you you need twenty percent. You know, like, it's, it, <laughs> bro, get out of here, dog. We'll yeah. erase this song right now. You know, <laughs> for real. <laughs> Not for real. Or they'll find another producer and remake it better. Yeah. It but if you don't way. do that, or if you don't talk about it then you don't get what you want. And so now you're pissed afterwards. You're like, damn, like, damn. So it's like gray area. And like, it's fucking weird. Yeah. Damn, I, that I sounds hard. It is yeah. hard. Like even you mentioning Gunna and like Metro Boomin, mm -hmm. they'll do the collaboration project with like a 21 Savage or something. I think it's genius because it's like, hey man, I'm, I'm going to give you some some quality work. You're getting quality production. I think they're, they're, they're talking about it. Mm -hmm. Like, hey man, let's do a joint project. I want my face on the cover, cover next to your face. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. And I'm not saying it has to be like that, but that's just one way it shows like, hey, man, you can solidify yourself, not just as a producer, as an artist, but as a producer as well. Yeah. So it's fire. Like, But I think it happens. There's like in every business, it happens to somebody. Yeah. Like yeah. it's the same thing like is with graphic designers. Mm. I mean, when you do covers or something like that, people it doesn't say oh by Roly Vogues, you know, or anything like right. that. So but if you were like, like somebody super huge, they want to put your name on it. Yeah, and like, that's why it's like going back to like man, build, 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 do the work, do the mm -hmm. work, do the work until till they're calling you. Yeah, mm -hmm. and um, but go, you were saying something earlier about producers being artists or mm -hmm. like having their name. That's one thing I'm trying to start doing too, you know, and I started seeing that with DJs, like, you know, DJs, they're, they have a name, you know, they're mm -hmm. like a thing, they're an artist, you know, and, but they're just doing the music and then they would be like DJ featuring an artist and it's mm -hmm. like the artist singing the whole song and I'm like, how is it featuring him and why is this dude's name on it? But once I kind of saw that, I was like, oh, that's dope. Then I seen Khaled do it and I started seeing like producers do it and I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. So kind of like orchestrating the whole yeah the whole song you know and i feel like i did that shit when i was uh in high school no i was 16 i had a i had i have this song called Southside grooving right so I, and i know it's like i sampled the original Southside grooving song but obviously it's like not legal and shit you know and then i put it i put it over We're gonna uh bleep that. <laughs> we got him we got him we got him you heard that <laughs> i put it over a stat quo beat and then um so it was the whole song and then i had like like nine people on it <laughs> that was like me and then i had like eight different artists and then it was but none of the artists like really knew each other but because of that song they kind of like knew of each other and from there it kind of built that yeah. into what, what it is today not not like it's bigger how long was that song though nah, it was like eight minutes oh maybe. okay so yeah. man yeah, but I mean, it's, it's long, but I thought you were going to say it was like 15 minutes. Nah, <laughs> nah it was like uh, 16 bars each. And oh, okay. then, then the hook was like really fast. Mm -hmm. It was like, it's that one beat, that's that cool beat that goes, beep, 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 beep. it's like really fast. Mm -hmm. So it's like a, a fast. Enter beat now. Enter beat now. <laughs> um, but yeah, now we're just talking about it uh, not so long ago. Yeah. So yeah. But I think, uh, you know, a good way to do that is make an album. Like that's, that's one thing that it's <clears> easy <throat> for me to present that to artists now because... 
you know, going back to asking for what you want, you know, mm -hmm. you can't go to an artist and say, hey, man, put me on your album, but make it me featuring you. That it don't, that don't make yeah, sense. Yeah. But if I make my own album, the Steve-O Valdez album, and I want to put Antho on it or I want to put Baby Bash or something, I'm going to say, Baby Bash, um, I have this album I'm working on. I want to feature you on one of my songs. Oh, man, let me check it out. Oh, that's a tight beat. Yeah, I'm down. He gets on it. He raps on it. I put it out. It's kind of been established from the beginning. It's me featuring you, even mm -hmm. though I didn't sing or nothing like that. So it's just, you know, you just got to make sure you communicate all that yeah. stuff properly. And oh, are you going to say something? No, go ahead. No, I was going to say, um, so like the whole Gunna and um, and like Metro Woman, let's use them for, as an example. Like, you know how they talk to each other and then they might not talk. They might or might not talk about like percentages and stuff like that. But do you think that's where the managers come in and yep. they talk behind behind the scenes? Like they do the work, but their managers or their point of contact or whatever. I think that's the the most professional way that I've seen it happen is that you try to keep the vibe cool, you know. Mm -hmm. So you're just like, all right, like let's do the work. Let's not talk about none of the business. Let's just make dope music. Yeah. Know, as long as it, it sounds dope. And then when you walk away, the guys with the suits come in. Yeah. yeah. And then that way it doesn't ruin their relationship right. and stuff right like, it'd still be ruined if you start asking for more than what you deserve or if it's unfair or whatever you know mm -hmm. but uh, you know you just keep it cool and just do you have a manager i do not have a manager so you do pretty much everything by yourself i have a lawyer so it's you know if you have a lawyer it's kind of the same thing when you're when you're negotiating mm -hmm. you know it's it's uh send the lawyer send the lawyer so i've noticed a lot of writers producers they'll have uh they'll have um lawyers and the lawyers are what are gonna they're gonna negotiate all the numbers and the managers are more like booking trying to find opportunities or like promoting to, you yeah way, right yeah uh, they're 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 helping you find situations to promote you tv uh, shows radio placements um they're just booking stuff yeah. Yeah. yeah and in your case you it be obviously it's more beneficial to have a lawyer right yeah i don't i don't book i don't do shows i don't I'm not, you know, yeah. it is good to have a manager, you know what I'm saying? But I just, I'm, I'm not like super active like that where I just feel like I can't handle it myself. Yeah. You know? yeah. I so, think that's a very important point though. Like, cause you do see a lot of like upcoming people mm -hmm. and this isn't to downplay managers by the way, but it's like, you'll see, uh, like a young artist, you know, that's still trying to grow a following and it's like, Oh, just hit my manager. <laughs> and it's like dog like you you, you might have missed an opportunity to build with somebody yeah because mm -hmm. that comes off looking dumb yeah right? it's like bro like you know there's certain things that if you can manage yourself before you have to execute going to a manager yeah because actually when the manager is your mom yeah call a manager is your mom waiting with her purse like <laughs> <laughs> so it's like um i've seen that like on on instagram i follow a bunch of artists or whatever and there's some that are coming up like that and they'll do the Q and A's or whatever on their stories, and they'll be like, "Hey, uh, uh I'd, I'd love to have you on a feature." And they'll be like, "Hit, hit my manager up or something." But I know that their manager or they are as easily reachable as their manager. So it's like, why not just like, yeah. if it's just like another artist that's below your level type shit or something. So you know, it'd like, be more like, um, what if you're, I guess, like uh, reachable, then maybe you should handle it, right? right but if you're like if you like for if i'm trying to hit somebody up and i know they're not going to open the dms then might as well reach the manager right exactly. mm -hmm. but if they're going to open the dm then oh well then 
If you're going to open a DM and then say, okay, we'll contact this person, like, I think that's already kind of whack, you know? Like, yeah. Just think, handle, talk I, about it. Yeah, handle. I think it just yeah. comes down to uh, figuring out, like, what's, one, what's worth your time or not. So, let's say you're you're upcoming, you got <clears throat> 10, 15,000 followers, and you, you got people, hey, I need your beats, or hey, I need your videos. If mm-hmm. you do videos, I need your a feature from you. It might be, to me, it might be better to, like, look into the situations you're getting into first. Like, who are you? Like, what do you, like, right. figure that out. Yeah. And if it's worth your time, make that relationship. Cool. Like, make that relationship. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know? I feel like, oh, I'm sorry. No, I cut you off. No, I was going to say, like, I feel like um, you can tell what kind of artist the person reaching out to you is, even based off their Instagram. Like, if they're showing that they're doing a bunch of work, they're out there, they're promoting, they're, then you're like, okay, like, there's something there, you know? But if they have, like, five post and then one of them is like an audio track and it's just like you know it's just like uh like they look like uh, they're just not about it like that you know what i mean yeah and uh i was gonna say like are y'all familiar with the crystal popping mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah okay so it's the homie gt garza right uh, yeah his artist yeah so shout out gt garza shout out kp um so like her situation is kind of like that like i know her as well through him but she's the artist and then she has a manager which is a junior ds junior and then she has her dj which is c3 and i talked to all three of them like like it's nothing like that's her manager but i don't have to go through him to be able to talk to her about any design work or anything it's just like we just all talk like it's it's normal you know what i mean so she does have her manager but i feel like he comes in more when it's like a more um like i don't know how like a, a bigger opportunity is gonna right. come around and it's it just makes it more legit you know you just gotta be approachable man like <clears throat> yeah. i think those are the most pleasant people to work with yeah. um is people who can you know talk to be chill with you know like we said earlier like when it's time to do business we can do business we can let let those guys talk about it um if you want to book her maybe there's some logistics or contracts you might have to do like yeah she she could talk about it. We could talk about it, but and then p- pass it over to the attorney or to the manager. You yeah. know, but no, I think what you're yeah. saying is uh, being approachable is like key. Right, um, right, because that builds a relationship. Yeah, that and it just makes the person look more um, like masumile. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, because nobody wants to work with somebody who's all like arrogant or you know you can't talk to them like they don't even look at you the whole time they're just like looking away like. Hey, yeah, that's cool, man. They're talking to you, but they're looking that way. You know. I mean, and maybe this is like super like off topic, you know, but like whenever I'm, I know like a lot of artists and like a lot of big people like wear glasses, you know, even though like they're in the room. Like, How about, I'm sorry. I'm laughing because we were like in the car. Like, should we wear shades? <laughs> I was like, yeah, bro, that's tight. We should wear shades. <laughs> yeah. I, I hate. <laughs> Not that it's happened, right? But, like, I hate whenever they're, like, you know, big artists when they're, they're wearing shades. And I'm the type of person that I like to make eye contact when yeah. I'm talking to somebody. Yeah. And sometimes, like, I feel like when there's people <laughs> that if you were wearing the shades, I would have been, like... You're just looking at yourself. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, like, that, I feel like... Obviously, it's an image, you know, yeah. that yeah. they're trying... like that. that they're or they're really high, and they don't want you to see their eyes, yeah. you know? Or that, too. Or they're insecure, you know? Like, there's a lot of... You know, you could dig deep into why people wear glasses. They might just be real nervous or insecure or whatever, so... I never thought about... I never thought about it like that, with them Bro, being insecure. I'm not gonna lie. I don't think I... Hold on. I don't think I'm insecure, but when I do wear shades... 
I just like I don't re- I care a little bit less. Mm. I don't know if that matters. Like I'm just kind of like I, it's maybe not that it's I, like a mask. Yeah, it's mm. like a, you hide behind it. I'm like you can't really see me right now. So when do you wear the shades? Like never really, but I'm just when I do like. <laughs> I remember back in the day when I was, when we were on tour and stuff like that, I was younger. I had shades every, I would wear shades in the club. I was wearing oh, shades. you were one of those I was guys? one of those stupid. Oh, <laughs> but it was like 2005, you know what I'm saying? 2006. But yeah, I would wear shades in, in <clears throat> walk into a restaurant, wear the shades, never take them off, you know, just, hey, I'm I'm a star. Like, you know, like. You're like, know, I'm a badass. Like, yeah. I'm going to eat this taco looking like a badass. Like, like, all, like with your fingers up, three fingers up, like. <laughs> But what were you gonna yeah, say? Yeah, my bad. I was gonna say so like when me even us having a conversation in the car like mm-hmm. I, I had LASIK done like two mm-hmm. or three weeks ago. Oh shit, uh, too medical. And then also I blink a lot, so like I don't know. I'd be feeling like man, you what got like dry noticed? eyes or something. Yeah, like, like for real. So I was like, man, should I wear shades? That, that was why the conversation <laughs> happened. So oh. hey, now now everybody watching is gonna watch your eyes and shit. Like damn, he does blink a lot. Now he's like this whole time yeah. I'm talking to him, I'm looking to see if you're blinking a lot, oh, but uh, I think it's normal. Now, now you're gonna try to keep your eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> The first time we did one of the videos, he had just, the day before that or two days before that he did LASIK, mm-hmm. and he comes to my house and his eyes are like red because I don't know it's like it bleeds or something. It bruised. It bruised. Oh, okay, okay. And I was like, you damn, didn't bro. Get like that, yeah. right? No, I didn't get like that. Oh, I had, for real? Yeah, I had LASIK had done. Like it's been years already. Hey, but... They messed you up, bro. <laughs> no, I think <laughs> it's different on yeah. everybody. Yeah. yeah. But I remember when I real quick on the LASIK thing, like right after they did it, they're like, you're going to uh, after after you get up, you're going to see kind of like milky. Right. <laughs> and I'm like milky and it's like, yeah, it's going to be kind of foggy and everything. And I opened my eyes and it was kind of it was clear. I was able to see, but everything had like a white like mm. uh, like if they put a white filter over mm. my eyes and I was like, damn, I'm like it's like milky. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, so crazy. That's like, what milky is. Yeah, that's what milky is. <laughs> okay, so, you see. know what, though? Uh, <clears throat> I was at... I, I forgot. Oh, I was like, at, you know, recently my grandpa passed away, right? Oh, so I was at my room. Yeah. Thank you. But I was at my grandma's house and he called me and then he's like, babe, I think my eyes, like my thing opened. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then he's like, uh, you know how they, I guess they cut you, your eye. And oh, the, they, they just take like, the uh, cornea out. I think, and, and they, they enter like, the lens or something. They flap it open, yeah. put a lens in. Yeah, there, well, close you know that up. little flap, I guess. Yeah, he's like, I think it opened. Yeah, because because they tell like, you not to rub your eyes. Yeah. Okay. So, like, what happens, right? Because they cut it, they cut it with something, they open it, and then after that, it just seals itself, right? Like yeah. they don't do no surgery, like nothing like that. So the other day, I was on the computer. And I started rubbing my eyes hard as fuck. Like, after like after he told me that he saw a video of how your eye moves when you rub it, right? Yeah, I saw, an x-ray, I saw an x-ray video and, like, the person's, like, rubbing their eye. Their whole, like, because um, your eye is connected to, like, this... Uh, Optic nerve. Yeah. yeah, that. And then, like, it moves inside your skull. Like, if you, <laughs> if, you press, if you press your eyeball, like, the whole thing moves, you know? And I was like, I'm never fucking rubbing my eyes. Next thing you know, the same day, I'm just like rubbing the fuck out of my eyes. It feels good, man. Yeah, yeah it, it does. does. Feel good. And then I start feeling like I have like an eyelash or something, right? Oh, no. And I'm just like, oh, shit. Like, oh, it's an eyelash. Let me go take it out, right? I go to the restroom and then my eyeball is like, I don't know. the layer. super la- gooey. Yeah, the, yeah, the layer on top of it got real gooey. And so whenever I would look like this and it would like right here, it would like over not overlap it would like make a bubble yeah we'll show you a picture i don't have an intricate picture like yeah this, this just happened yeah, yeah you got happened. them all nervous now <laughs> <laughs> but i got no, la- but i got lasik done a long yeah, he time he got ago, it so. like maybe back <clears throat> in 20 like 14 
Yeah. Oh, so this yeah. is years later you yeah, did that. This is, yeah. yeah, this, this was literally like, just happened like, like a week. month ago. Yeah. Oh, no. How did you fix it or what happened? Uh, it's, it's it's like a, it's nothing yeah so I, I was looking it up on youtube and i couldn't find anything all the stuff i would find and, and google was like super like cancer you're gonna yeah you're gonna lose your eye and <laughs> yeah, all this when shit. he told me i was at my grandma's and i'm like well just don't do don't go to google because you're then, literally gonna think you're dying and, and then there was this one video i found and it had like maybe a thousand views or some shit like that and the girl's like i had the same thing she showed pictures it was like a slideshow type of video powerpoint type shit and then at the end, it just said, don't do anything. It'll go away. And then I just waited it out. And the next day, it was gone. So I was like, okay, wow. I'm, I'm fixed, you know? Yeah, it's your mom. She's like, pues ya no te talles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, we'll show you the pictures. Super <clears throat> gross. I was like, mm-mm. <laughs> no. Yeah, shit was crazy. I, I was freaking out. I'm not going to lie. But. I literally got here because we did, like, we're Catholic. So we did, like, the rosary, right? We were doing the rosary. So we finished. And I was like, whatever. So then when he called me, I was just like, I got kind of worried because I was like, damn, if his flap opened up, then I have to take him to the hospital, right? And we hate going to, like, the hospital and all that stuff. So then when I get here, he's like, oh, my God. He's like, I just saw this video. And then I was like, do you want to go to the hospital? He's like, no, it says nothing's going to happen. And I'm just like, oh, okay. You're going (laughs) to trust that one girl with 100,000 views. She said it's cool, babe. We're good. We don't have to do it. I was just like, "Uh (laughs) Yeah, and I was gonna ask. Uh, so, Anto, you're you're like in the. Would you think? Would you say that you're in in the building phase right now of your career, or you're kind of like established? Or I think I'm always in a building phase. I've done some cool stuff, but yeah. I'm definitely in a building phase. For sure. What's one of the coolest stuff you've done? Um, I've done like some work with. So even like recently, I do a lot of work with. Uh, I don't know if you know Kiati. Yeah, Kiati. So Kiati I do Body. a lot of his content. Uh, we got like a partnership going, so we do a lot of stuff. But you like, just shot even, one of his videos, right? Yeah, I, just I was going to ask, like, content as in, like, videos or... Right, um, music videos, even music production. So we do a lot of stuff. And the funny the funny thing is, like, me and him linked up because of Chameleonaire. So me and Chameleonaire was talking. No, him and Chameleonaire was talking. And Keati was like, man, you know, he, he had just left uh, 97 on the box. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to go to 93.7 or something. So it was like that in-between period. And he was just saying some ideas about what he was trying to do. And then I had just started doing videos, like, brand new to it. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, I was like, man, let's do it. Like, let's just get together. And every sentence has been, like, super cool. So, um, it's yeah, al- I know. Yeah, I think it's always cool whenever you find somebody that's trying to do something. And you're learning as well. And then, like, you're growing at the same time together. Right. Because I feel like that makes it a bigger, genuine relationship, right? Mm-hmm. No, for sure. And it's, it's definitely been a learning experience because, like, it's kind of like you said, like, it kind of jumped me into the video stuff. I got people, like, I didn't know this was going to be a business, you know, me mm-hmm. doing videos. And you like, were just doing it because you liked it. Yeah, like, yeah. I was interested in it. I learned a few tricks from YouTube, and then it was like, all right, let's try it. And then, like, okay. now people actually want stuff. So it's like, oh, crap. You know, Damn. this is kind of cool. That's hard. Well, as soon as you do something with somebody with the name, like Kiati, everybody knows Kiati. Mm-hmm. You do something with Kiati, then all of a sudden, everybody else is like, oh, bro, hey, let me get your... Uh, yeah. Let me get your IG real quick. Like, how much yeah. for a video? Yeah. yeah, we had a photographer um, recently. Shout out Mike, right? Yeah, Mike. Uh, he does, like, a lot of... Uh, he does both, right? What? He does photography or photography? Uh, mostly photography. Mostly. Fr- yeah. Was it mostly photography? Yeah. Well, yeah, he <clears throat> does, like, um, photography, right? And he does, like, a lot of, like, uh, athletes. Mm. So he'll post them, like, on his website. and I mean, on his, like, IG. Right, and right. he says that that's what's gotten him a lot of, like... Yeah, his clients sure. got him more work. 
Like yeah, he, he's yeah. A, he, like he's friends with a bunch of NBA like Rockets players, uh, Texans mm-hmm. players, shit like that. You know, yeah. you should watch this episode. It's it's Mike. really yeah, Mike yeah. DeLeon. It's really Is funny. It recent. Yeah, yeah, it's recent. I think I saw some of it. Yeah, he's really funny, but he he says it too. Like you know, one connection got him another client, right. and it's photography. You know, so it's like uh, it's like that for a lot of things. Like my, I have one, one of my barbers, Julian from Empire. He he started cut, cutting one of the football merciless one of the football players. Mm-hmm. Is that his name? Merciless? I'm not really into sports. Yeah, me I don't watch football. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> nobody here watches football. <laughs> Anyways, it was he, he started cutting one of their <clears throat> haircuts, and then he he was like, "Dang, your cut looks tight." And then so one of the other players was like, you know, and then another player, and then another player, and then uh basketball people from the Rockets, and now this dude has like three barbershops. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, damn, sorry. like. And he started just renting a chair somewhere. I remember back in the day, and now it just blew up, and it's all just uh, networking. Yeah, yeah, definitely. no advertisement, just straight networking. Definitely. Yeah, that's what he was saying. That he does a lot of like Mike, right? That he he went to go do the the whole soul. What's it called? Soul cycle. Soul cycle, and oh, just that's that's I, I gotta know who this is because like everything you're saying, I literally like I just did soul cycle too. Oh, for uh, real? So, what is Soul Cycle? It's like some. It's I like, think it's a it's women's like the, bicycle thing. Is it just women's or? I don't know. Uh, it's everybody. I've never done it. Yeah, oh, okay. but it's the, a cycling yeah. thing. It's like you're in like, and it's like they play hip hop and you're just like yeah. dancing. Like, oh, like like, like spin. Like yeah, it's yeah, like spin class like type that, shit. Yeah. Yeah. I just bought a Peloton, by the way. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> it just got delivered Wednesday. <laughs> oh. I'm trying to get this down, you know. Let me know how that goes. I've seen a lot of people buy that because I used to work with attorneys and like I know like most of them like would have that you know and they have like clothes on it yeah no they, they, they say they join like the lot a lot of the classes you know yeah. that they offer but i've yeah. never you know i just go to the gym and i started biking like for real like in november october november yeah and man it's been dope like i i but like with the love whole it. like uh like the when you go like on the little mountains and stuff like that no i don't what? do the mountain stuff i do more of the um like parks and roads and yeah, more of the road biking stuff. Like, I, I don't dress like that, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I feel like, first of all, like, you got to cut it or something? No, you can finish your... Okay, finish your I, I don't dress like that because, first of all, I feel like you got to be skinny to wear that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, the little tight spandex stuff, <laughs> and, you know. And uh, also, uh, you know, I it's it's a very... It's expensive. That, that sport's expensive. You want one of those real nice bikes. So, mm-hmm. I have a gravel bike. It's like a, a hybrid, but, yeah, it's one of those little drop-down things. I still... Mm-hmm. I wear, like, a skateboarding helmet. <laughs> with a bunch of stickers on it you know yeah. but yeah it's, it's it's tight i stay on the streets though i don't like doing the road stuff i mean the uh mountain stuff okay for with sure. that being said we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be back yep it's right. expensive dog like and if you want like those uh if you want to get like those uh what are they called uh not aluminum carbon fiber wheels and all this just the wheels alone are like four hundred dollars five hundred dollars per wheel two thousand dollars for the nice ones like damn, people just—I have another bike that cost me four hundred bucks. <laughs> you know, the whole bike. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, I started off on a BMX cruiser bike. Okay. You know, I like those. You know, I never did none of those uh, critical mass things or anything. I want to. Oh, I was gonna ask you about that. Well, the reason I haven't done it is because like they they fuck around and do like twenty miles and shit. You know what I'm mm. saying? And like I, I. While they drink, right? Yeah, they're like smoking. I'm older now, so like when like like I'm not old, but I'm just saying I'm older, so like. Anytime I do anything like that, if I do anything, I don't, I don't do none of that, by the way. No. <laughs> but, like, I get all dizzy, and I'm just like, okay, I'm, I got to be chill. But, yeah, like, uh, 
it's all about it's all about your butt like it hurts like <laughs> yeah. crazy after like a couple of miles you're like oh, like your body don't hurt your legs don't hurt it's like your butt's hurting and so you got to get used to it yeah. you know and, and it takes time to build up so i've built up to it now now i could do it but i still haven't done it i'm gonna try it yeah. have you you said you have kids right yeah i have one she's uh one and four months and then i have another one on the way oh, oh really damn. boy or girl i don't know we find out in like a week or two are you you have a girl and you want do you want the boy or you want another girl hmm i'm gonna be happy this is like everybody says same i know thing. <laughs> as long as it's healthy you know, <laughs> doesn't matter uh you know but the truth is is that <laughs> I want both. I don't know. Like hmm. as a as a guy, I want a boy. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to have a little mini me running around. I want to like pass on the legacy. Not that you can't pass on the legacy with a girl, but mm -hmm. he'll carry my name. And, you know, <laughs> this is now your son. <laughs> no, mijo. Yeah. Uh, the reason I think I want a boy is because I love my daughter so much right now that I just don't want. I, I feel like. I'm cheating on her or something. Yeah. You know, like, it's no, weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know exactly what you mean. Like, I don't want to split. Like, that's my baby girl. You know what I mean? That's me. That's my little daughter. Like, you want her just to be the only princess? In yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, if I have another girl, I think it'd be fire. I honestly want another girl. I like girl. I like being a girl dad, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but if I have a boy, I ain't going to be mad at it. You know, no. It'll, I think they both have the benefit, you know? Yeah. No, I was going to say because... Um, Boys are like crazy. I don't know. I heard that. I have a friend with a boy and he's like jumping up and down on the couches. Yeah. Like, our, ah. our son broke his tooth when he was a year and a half. Wow. Yeah. How? I have no idea. Yeah. We literally have no idea because I didn't realize until when I was changing his diaper and he was like <laughs> laughing and I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. His yeah, tooth is... Chipped tooth. Yeah. Y'all have one? We yeah, have one. one. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's about to be four. four in Eesh. July. Yeah. 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 But, but, uh, we I we before him we only had nieces you know mm -hmm. and they're super chill they're sassy you know they have yeah. the little attitude but compared whenever mm -hmm. I had my son I was like holy shit like mm -hmm. boys are crazy like I couldn't I didn't understand why he was like not that he's not bad you know but yeah. they're very active energetic yeah. yeah you know he's full <clears> of energy <throat> and then after my son literally everybody in the family had nothing but boys mm. yeah so now I'm like oh okay I see they're crazy boys are crazy you know but. <laughs> But they're but, uh, fun though. Yeah, I, I, and I just feel like, um, cause right, cause he's a silver tooth kid, right? Oh what? Son, my son, he's a silver tooth kid. But I was going to, I was going to, cause he had chipped his tooth. Shout and then, out every hood in, the, in Houston, <laughs> Texas. <laughs> but he doesn't. Well, I don't know. Does he have silver tooth like behavior or not? Sometimes, <laughs> but not really. But yeah, cause he had chipped his tooth, and then we're like oh fuck whatever you know and then he chipped it again Dang. and now it was like the same one or another the one the same, same one, one. Okay. and it was like so and i was like half the size of all his other teeth you know <laughs> <clears throat> so we had a, an appointment with a specialist and then covid hit oh, and then so they closed everything and mm -hmm. we would go and and the dentist everything was closed and we're like fuck and you then, don't understand the the <clears throat> the stress over a freaking tooth like mm -hmm. you know it was like through the roof like both yeah. of us right? and then they were like saying like before before they shut everything down they were like oh we need to work on that tooth now because it's ex the nerve is exposed and everything oh, and yeah. it could get uh infected, infected. and yeah. which it did you know it ended up getting infected and then the ones next to it got infected too so they had to take all of them out and then no they, they took the one that was 
like you know broken they took that tooth out so he doesn't have anything mm -hmm. but the ones next to it have like oh, the, they have the, the, the cap, right. the cap. Mm -hmm. and i feel so bad you know because my son if he if he's a very like uh he can be very shy you know and at first i don't think he realized like the silver you know like the teeth i feel like he doesn't like to really smile with it but then roland has a grill so roland put the grill a on bottom right? grill a top grill yeah bottom you're like both <laughs> <laughs> and my son was like amazed when he saw that he had oh that's the, good so he was know? like i got a grill too yeah, yeah so i'm like let me see yours and then like he like does a cheese thing yeah, yeah the paw wall <laughs> the paw wall <laughs> But yeah, point is, boys are crazy. They're yeah. fun, you know, but they are, like, I think they are, like, more closer to the mom, mm. though, for sure. Yeah. So. And and, I, and I've heard that girls are closer to the dads. Yeah. At is, first. That's how your daughter is? Man, my daughter loves me. <laughs> <laughs> like, the first thing, it don't matter who goes and gets her out of the crib, the first word she says when she wakes up is, daddy. Oh. I love that. Like, my, yeah. like. I want a girl. <laughs> I turn on the light and she's like, daddy. <laughs> you know. And I feel, I, I mean, every parent probably feels like this, but yeah. I feel like my daughter's super smart. Like, I'm teaching her already, like, she She's can count. On piano. Yeah, she'll oh, go, she, I have a grand piano at my house, and so she, like, <clears throat> walks, she walks up, she can't even see, and she's just like, blink, 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 blink. <laughs> uh, but I'm, I teach her, I'm like, how old are you? One, what's your name? Emmy. Uh, what's your name? Emily Emilia. or em Emilia? Emilia. Our em son is Milo. Milo? Milo. Yeah. Like Milo. It's just, just Milo. Milo. Yeah, people That's thought it was Emilio. Mm. And we or, named it. But, it's just but we just wanted like a short name. It's just yeah. Milo. And I like Emmy, honestly. Like now that I've called her Emmy so long, like I wouldn't mind calling her, like naming her Emmy. But I don't like, I like that name too, babe. What, Emmy? For our daughter. Uh, no, we can't. No, we can't have it no more because people have it. You heard it your first. I heard it first year. <laughs> they named their daughter after my. Nah. I'll throw the whole episode away. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah. No, it's because my name's Evelyn, so it starts oh, with an E. Yeah. But we wanted to name our daughter Alina because mm. we wanted like a Hispanic name, you know. Mm -hmm. so Me too. We, yeah. We wanted Alina, but I've been looking for like a name with the E, but mm -hmm. like a, just a short name that doesn't sound like super, you like know, like L M E. Uh -huh. my, one of my best friends called his daughter L. Mm -hmm. I named my daughter after uh, Emilia Rose Valdez, right? I named her Emilia Rose. I know it's stupid, but at the time we were watching Game of Thrones. Oh and, my uh, God. and the Queen of Dragons. What's her name? Uh, uh, Daenerys. 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 Yeah, yeah, so she's Emilia Clark, but it's Emilia mm -hmm. Rose Clark. Mm -hmm. That's I, who we were for Halloween. Uh, who are you? Jon Snow? Yeah. yeah, the Grand Value or whatever. The what? The, the, great, the value. great value, great value version. <laughs> <laughs> Grand value. Great value version and shit. Yeah. My, and I was, yeah. I had yeah. to wear like this blonde wig. And yeah. my son, he was, he's like into like dinosaurs and dragons, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. Or whatever. So he was one of the dragons. One of the dragons. Yeah. But I was like in love with that show and I, I'm in love with Amelia Clark still. No. <laughs> No, so yeah, we, we both like the show. We both like her. And we both like the name Amelia. And we're looking yeah. for a middle name. We're like, oh, Amelia Rose is tight. Mm -hmm. That's hard. But I like the just Emmy sounds mm -hmm. really badass. I don't even think she knows her name's Amelia. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's, she won't even respond to it. Because you know how Hispanics make, uh, always have a nickname? Mm -hmm. You know? I don't know if it's only Hispanics, but like my father-in-law finds a nickname for everything. Like yeah. my name's Evelyn, and he calls me Gremlin. Like, <laughs> like oh, but it's just I like, like a short name. Like, well, okay, that's what I thought. Nicknames to me was a short name, right? But my son's name is Milo, 
but he calls him me loco and i'm like you're literally lo- calling oh, him yeah. like, he son. never calls anybody by their name it's always yeah. gonna be like only laura and uh, carla yeah they, they don't have nicknames right no but yeah like pretty much my my father-in-law like so he named my he calls my son Miloco and it's literally longer than his actual name. But they yeah. Milo, Miloco. Yeah. I so like then that. it's like uh like Millie Rock, Erica calls him that, right? Millie like Rock, just yeah. they they just call him like different names when his name is so short, you know? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. the whole reason I was asking about if you had kids was because my son has a balance bike. Have you heard of those? Yeah, that's the ones without the pedals, right? Yeah. yeah. Have you seen the little kids racing? With them? Yes. I've seen the TikToks like of like the kids, them. but I haven't seen them. There's racing. like little race, literal races, like organized sports. Oh, for real? Yeah. For real? And I it's didn't a bunch that. of little kids just. Have you seen that? No, I they're, seen they're like there's no pedal, so they kind of like lean forward. Does, they have just, to put their they, feet. They have to like walk with it, and then they has a little. And then they just take they off. Kick off. Yeah. You yeah. should definitely invest in one for your daughter. Is they're it good? super fun. Like I mean, I think that it helps them balance. You know, mm. I feel like it's that one is probably gonna help them skip the training wheels okay because they're learning to balance Yeah, because he does it now like before he would be like like and he would fall over and shit and catch yeah. himself but now he just kicks off like we even with the slightest kickoff like he's just like already like gliding okay, you gotta shit. learn how to like cent- yeah. find the center yeah. of yeah. gravity before yeah. he used to just like put his feet like this and he'll be like you know and I'm then happy. now yeah. he now he knows that where the feet goes we'll show it to you he yeah. like freaking uses it inside the house like yeah, a yeah, lot yeah, yeah. but that since you're talking about bikes is definitely so i never let him run around the podcast no he's, he's been on the podcast he's been on, yeah like as a guest <laughs> yeah <laughs> no. but just a little us uh, video right yeah because yeah, cool. he likes to just sit down and we're like he could hear himself you know yeah. yeah so he's just but again he's very shy but he's come when he's if he's comfortable then he's you know good but if he doesn't know you, he's probably just like, yeah. you know, yeah. all the all shy. I ha- I had one more thing, real, bringing it back to the music thing. Yeah, I had one question. Um, when I asked you about if you were building, like everything, like, do you guys feel in the music industry or in any industry, like, as as soon as you see an opportunity, like, do you take it right away or do you kind of like never prioritize it like that, like? Cause you were saying like um, you work with two chains or something, right? Like they're like, hey, we got two uh, two chains in the in the studio, and they're like, you want to come th- like come through right now? You know how it's usually like come through right now, right now. And like, do y'all go and shit? It depends. Depends on who it is. Yeah. Yeah. If it's like this dude got some money, but he's like not really doing it. I, for lack of a better term, he's a nobody. Nah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm, man. I got fam stuff. I got this. I got that. You know. Okay. But yeah. No. Yeah. If it's two chains, and he needs a beat, and you got these beats, hey babe, I gotta go do this. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna try to make it happen. Right. Like, wouldn't you agree with that? I definitely feel like it. It, it has to. Well, I would say either I gotta like it or mm-hmm. it has to be beneficial. Like, it, it's not just about the money. It, it might be, hey man, it's come through for free. Such and such is gonna be there. It's like, all right, cool. Let's do it. Like, yeah. I, I guess opportunity based or something. Yeah. Um, you hit it. You hit the nail on the head. Like, it, I either got to be interested or have passion behind it or like it, right. or it's somebody that's like a huge opportunity. Yeah. Mm. Other than that, though, like, and it's always gonna be a hit and miss, right? Like, let's say, like, always. you take the opportunity, and then nothing. I would say most of the time it's a miss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because nothing after that, like, nothing might happen after that. Right. You know, but at least. You were able to either experience it, meet them, or build some sort of connection around that person or something like that. So, 
And let me just say, I'm, uh, let me ask you, because it happens to Roland a lot, right? Where they're like, hey, like, you know, it's big people, right? Like, they have like a big following. They're like, hey, do this design for me and I'll get you followers. Mm -hmm. Does that something similar happen to you? All the time. My whole really? life. It, 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 it only, I feel like it only works when it's an like, actual relationship where it's like, okay, they've been kicking for, I've been seeing this dude everywhere this person goes. Let me tap in and see who this person is. Mm -hmm. uh, perfect example, Kiati, like. I've noticed, like, strategically, like, my followers have went up, you know, mm -hmm. organically. It's not no bought stuff. Yeah. So, so that's kind of cool just to see that. But I've done one-off jobs, like, I ain't going to say no names, but I've done one-off jobs. And they don't owe me anything for that, yeah. right? They don't owe me followers. But uh, in my mind, it's like, it looks good for the moment still. It's still a good opportunity. It's fire. Like, um, but realistically, just because I tagged such and such, we got a picture together or I took the picture mm -hmm. or did a song. Like, either people are there just for that one part, or they don't even, like, acknowledge it. So, it's like, yeah, it's not really beneficial. I, I would just say be strategic and intentional with, like, you know, what you want to do. Like, for example, uh, you know, a, a situation like that comes up, you know, know that you're going to know and maybe even communicate with them. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this first one, or I'll do a couple of them for you. And so that you can showcase what you can do so that they can see your talent so that they can use your talent, put it out there. You got to almost know I'm not going to get no money. I'm not going to whatever. Mm -hmm. But they used it. Now you have that credit, too. You can say, hey, I worked with this dude and did this. Mm -hmm. but, but and like I said, maybe even communicate it and say, look, I'll do one or two just so you could check out what I got going on. But moving forward, though, you know, I need this or, mm -hmm. you know, I need you to work with me on the scheduling. You know, it needs mm -hmm. to we need like kind of. Give yourself a little respect and have them respect your time yeah. and your situation. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you do have to kind of up that first one. Just yeah. one. I always mm -hmm. tell people, you get one. I'll do one always. I don't care who it is. Even like money situations and it's just like some dude coming up. I'll be like, all right, I'll do one with you. I'll give somebody a whole song. But I do tell them, you know, real quick, one day, you know, we're going to get in the studio. I'm going to do a song for you real quick. We're going to record it. I'm not going to mix and master it. This, this mm -hmm. is what it is. But just so you can see how the workflow is mm -hmm. and how you, how I work and what kind of stuff. Yeah. I and I was going to ask you, you know how you said that, Oh, I worked with this, with this people with, you know, with these people or whatever. Right. Um, do you do name drop or no? At where? Like whenever you're trying to like, um, like sell with, like, yourself. New clients? Yeah. I try not to sell myself like that, but I do like, yeah. Uh, usually they kind of already know cause I'll write about it or talk about it on my IG. Oh, I see. But let's say I am fishing or something and, yeah, yeah, I do it, you know, in a cool way. Because he has like, hard In a cool way, like, like you'll be like, oh, hold on, Manny Fresh, come. Hold up. Hey, yo, hey what's up, Fresh? Yeah. <laughs> Fresh, it's our turn. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, call me in five minutes. <laughs> yeah. No, I do, like, um, uh, I'm not trying to give the game away. Nah. <laughs> I do it, I just do it, like, you know, like, like, uh, it, I don't want to say it's intentional, but just, it, it's it's true to who I am. And it's true to who you are, so don't see it like you're trying to do it. Like you're just living that. Like it just yeah. so happens to be there's a song on my computer that it's a Manny Fresh song, and mm -hmm. you walk in and I happen to be working on it, and so they're like, "Oh man, what's that? Oh, I'm just working on this song, you know, da, 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 man, Frankie J, <laughs> you know, or <laughs> for real, Paul Frankie Wong. J, no, yeah, Paul Wall, <laughs> Paul." It's, oh, I happen to be working on this song. It's a Paul Wall song, you know. So they're like, "Oh, for real." So, oh, yeah, yeah, man, we're cool. You know, we're, you know, 
And yeah. He talked. You just build a relationship, communicate. Mm-hmm. I think it's like you said. Too, my bad. I no, think it's like you said too, though. Like a lot of times they already know. Mm-hmm. And the funny part is like indirectly they kind of want that resource as well, so they'll mm-hmm. come in on some. Yeah. Hey, by the way, what's up with uh, with such and such? Like I see y'all been doing stuff. It's like. Yeah. Okay, they're they're sometimes people are there for that as well. Yeah, like, yeah. You so like he could be like their connection, in right? Way. Like they'll see Steve and, and they'll be like, "Hey, bro, so uh, yeah, man, yeah, I heard that record you did with Manny Fresh." And my whole like, life, a lot of clients or even friends have come, been my friends or even been my clients just because I work with somebody. Mm. I mean, I also have something to offer too. You yeah. know, it's not like no, yeah, for sure. If you worked with somebody like that, then... a lot of the times I'm the one doing a lot of the music for some of these people. Yeah. You know, so they're like. Oh, so this dude's dope. You know, we're going to get him for cheaper than Manny Fresh, you know. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, they're trying to, like, get the same thing with this guy. This guy, there's a bunch of people hitting him up now trying to get to Kiati. Mm-hmm. They think that if they work with him, awesome. yep. they're going to get with Chameleon and Kiati, and then they're going to take off. And that's cool. Okay. I'm really curious about Chameleon because he's, like, my favorite favorite artist yeah. of all time, like, since growing up and everything, bro. bro. Like, how is he? Or, or Super fan right here. I'm bro. like... If you're the super fan, I'm the super super fan. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, I no, love this guy, dude. No, he's a super, like, super fan. <laughs> what was number seven? I don't know. I was <laughs> like, oh, shit, I don't know. But, yeah, so, like, how is that? Like, so you work with him, like, or not no more, right? He doesn't do music or he still does? He's, he still does, but it's not like, man, he's not, he, he, everything he does has to have some type of purpose. Yeah. Like, it has to be, like, life-changing, you know? Mm-hmm. I remember, um... Isn't he into like tech or something? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's in the whole tech, tech world now. I, I remember something was happening recently. Oh, uh, I, this is another video me and Kiyadi was going to shoot. And we was like, hey, we should hit Cam up and see if he could do a cameo in it and blah, blah, blah. And we, he called him. <laughs> and Cam was like, bro, like, you know what's happening in Japan right now? You know, like he was straight <laughs> up like that. He was like, hey, you want me to do a, he was joking, but he was serious. Yeah. Like, nah, bro, like, honestly, I'm not on that right now. So it's, it's, and that's no slug. I'm just saying, you know, in general, yeah, yeah. like. That's the type of person he is. He's very big into, like, even the stuff he does in tech, it's, it's very driven about how's it changing the world. Definitely how's it making money as well. But, mm-hmm. man, he's super, like, his thoughts are strategic. Yeah, I was going to say, his thoughts into doing stuff is deeper, right? Than yeah, what people yeah. actually think, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I just saw uh, Paul Wall. I saw him on No Jumper, and he was talking about coming in there, and he was saying, like, um... He was saying, like, yeah, pretty much that. Like, he's, yeah. like, very strategic. Like, he's a businessman. Like, it has to benefit him somehow, whatever he's doing. And then I seen a chameleon uh interview about how he did the verses with Bone Thugs and yeah. uh, and 3-6 Mafia. And that they had to convince him, like, right, you know, because he wasn't going to do it. He's like, I don't want to do all that shit. Even the rodeo show, like, at the yeah. rodeo, like, he, it was like, a, they had to kind of, like, convince him to do it type right. shit, you know. And, like, I, I just feel like... He's very, he outgrew, not that he outgrew music. I feel like he's always going to be passionate about it. But now he's just like on this grown man shit where he's just, right. It's you know. fired. I'm not going to lie. Like sometimes he'll give us a little glimpse of like the, some of the stuff he's working on mm-hmm. or the things he invested into or like, again, it, even with him, like the rodeo stuff or the versus battle, like in him, he's like, bro, COVID's going on. Yeah. He's like, bro, like ain't nobody got no mask on. Like he's literally, <laughs> he was even saying like, man, if I go on stage, I'm going to probably wear a mask like yeah, yeah, yeah. he's joking but he's serious like it's you can tell this in his mind like man yeah. i gotta be you know he got some family he got different things he's trying to take care of so to him he got to be like real cautious and strategic about you know like even a the rodeo they're mm-hmm. like hey man you got one of the biggest texas records 
and you yeah. gotta go like you yeah. know <laughs> like how like yeah and they didn't like, even, if you notice they didn't announce it though it never it's not he's not on the yeah shirt. he's not on the on the little like special yeah. guest so that's kind yeah. of fire too like a surprise so both of y'all since y'all worked with like uh big people right how do you go about like not uh fanning out when you meet somebody like how literally you just like is it hard to keep your cool or you're just like oh well it depends like i don't like it depends on who it is like yeah I don't really geek out on like anybody except unless it's like it's, Kanye. Though. I ain't gonna yeah, lie, I'm about to geek like out. if it was Kanye, I'd be like, oh damn. I still would but be like chill. inside, right? Inside, yeah. yeah I would. Yeah. You know, there's there's different kind of people. You know, there's <laughs> I've I've been around some people that they just can't hold it in and they're like doing all the wrong things, breaking yeah. all the codes. Like, bro, what are you doing, dog? Like, yeah, they, you know, it's like they'll be right doing, here and they'll be like in the middle of the yeah, like man, I'm like, over bro. here with Kanye, bro, and it's like, oh, bro. Your <laughs> like i mean i'm in the you know i'm in the studio but kind of, like i just i i never did that you know what yeah. i mean like I, I i'm more like which i feel like if you had a certain level you probably can do that but no nah, but just ask hey right. hey bro once you're working you be like hey bro you think we can take a picture real quick yeah. you know mm-hmm. something like that yeah you know i'm putting on the gram or whatever they sometimes i've been told no before nah oh shit okay <laughs> you know <laughs> who told you no uh <laughs> You know who the artist <laughs> never told me no, but like there was managers that were like, "Hey, don't no phones, no like, nothing, no pictures." They'll tell you up front, mm-hmm. yeah, like that, just like, hey. and I'm like, "Oh, sure, okay, my bad." You know, put your phone in a box, bro. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> take we're, we're confiscating phones. <laughs> Sign his DNR. Well, you know, what I'm saying because uh, I don't think like we. To me, I don't think I have anybody that I'm just like, oh my god. Yeah, you me know? too. Yeah. So, cause I, I, that's we've always said it though. Like Roland, I know he's like a big fan of like Camillionaire, you know. But it's just like uh, I don't think he'd kick out either. Like, like oh. no, because one time the only interaction I ever had with him was because he came up with the combos app. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, that's probably thing I've seen it before. The and then he did the whole combos thing, and then you could talk to him, you mm-hmm. know, and then. So I sent him a video, and then he responded to my video uh, with a video, and that's like the only like conversation that not even a back and forth thing. It was just like boom, boom, you know, this yeah. and then response. And I was like, oh shit, you know, I got a response from Camillionaire. What the yeah. fuck, you know? And yeah, then I was right. like, you know, I started yeah. being like, that was the only time that I felt like, fuck yeah, like I, I got in contact with him or some shit. But that was like back right. in, oh, I don't know, I was way younger. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like because I do music and I've been doing it for so long, like, and I've seen like, like you were like Chingo with Kanye, he saw him at like at his early stages. Like I remember being in the same little like 18 passenger van shuttling from a hotel to, uh, to the, to the venue Mm -hmm. with like Akon and with like Rihanna when they were like just getting started. And now they're like, well, Rihanna, like she, you know, she had her dynasty and and whatever now, you know, but like I'm talking about early stages, you know, J Lo's and stuff like that, and and so like, uh, I've seen it. I've been around these people. I've been on these same shows. Like I just feel like music doesn't really like. Oh man, I geek out over these people. But on another note, like now that I'm getting into like other things, like biking, or I'm getting into like, um, you know, uh, barbecue. Like I barbecue stuff. I was stuff. gonna ask you. We were gonna ask you about that. Right? Yeah, about the barbecue. Yeah, like bro, like I. I watch a lot of YouTubers and there's like a lot of big barbecue people like Aaron Franklin from Austin with the, I forgot his name in the restaurant, uh, Franklin's. Mm -hmm. Um, And people like that, that like other people don't see as like celebrities or whatever. To me, I'm like, bro, like, you know what I mean? Like, like even local people, like I ran into some dude, um, 
um, at we went to the we went to the barbecue festival. Oh yeah. And I'm trying to I'm trying to get his his Instagram so I can remember what his name is. Uh, uh, I forgot. But anyway, uh, he's local. He works here at, at J J Bar M over there in downtown J M Bar. Mm-hmm. It's a barbecue spot, and just because he knows how to do that craft really well, like. Like I kind of fanboyed a little bit on him, mm-hmm. and so I went and I saw him, and I was like, "Hey, what's up?" And I was all awkward, and I was like, "Ugh, didn't know, you know, I didn't know." I hugged him all weird, you know, like, like, and I was in my mind, I was like, "Why did I just hug him?" You know, like, but over a barbecue guy. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean because I don't think that there's like a like an artist that I'm just like, oh my god. But there is this girl, her name's Katie Hearn, but she's like a fitness girl. Mm-hmm. Her and her husband, like, I feel like if I were to meet her, I'm like, oh my god, like. I fucking look up to y'all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like exactly. that. But it's like, I mean, they have like... Oh, his name is Big Daddy Carne. Shout out. What's good? <laughs> <laughs> Which is... Yeah. So what about the whole uh, like barbecue stuff? Uh, You know, Happy Perez. Shout out to Happy Man. He's been like super duper mentor for me growing up. He's super legend. If you don't know who he is, yeah, look him up, man. Super duper legend. He's working with Benny Blanco and uh you know uh ariana grande and all he's doing some on kaylani's album he's doing like he's he's anything that's out that's dope he's probably touching it right now he's like the og of houston i think producer wise like the most successful guy i know out of houston out of texas out of anywhere really like the guy's big bro to me anyway uh, I, i have to do that because he's the guy who i met him with frankie he put me on we we you know he big broed me for a long time. You know what I'm saying? And we worked together for a long time. And I, I, I sat under him. And I, I, I really feel like he was a big brother that I really... I do have a big brother, but he was like another big brother that I never had. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, anyway, I say all that to say, mm-hmm. you know, we spent a lot of life together on the road and at his house. I spend the night at his house every day, just go over there all night, learn how to make beats and work. Part of his lifestyle was seeing him with his family and he has two kids and a wife and a house and and I was like, man, that's dope. I want that, man. And then like, you know, and um, I want to I want to have that one day. And then I would see him like cook, you yeah. know. And I was like, man, you're cooking. And I would taste his food and be like, super good, man. That's tight. And so we just built this relationship, and it was more than music. It became friendship, and then it also became like, how do you cook? And I would, hey, how do you do this carne asada? Oh, uh, like you want to sear it first, and then you want to put this in cumin, you can get, you know what I mean? Like you put mm. all this stuff in yeah. it. Like you met the other side of yeah. like the business. You met like yeah, the we family be- guy, right? We became brothers, you know, and I found a passion for cooking too because I'm a mm. big guy and I like to eat food, you know what I mean? <laughs> so like um, I started I started to learn a lot of the dishes that he was doing inside inside of his house. And then obviously as a dude that kind of transfers over to like barbecuing mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, smoking meats and being from Texas, you know, that's yeah. like something that, you know, we like to really do. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go on this last yeah. break and then we'll come right back. Okay. No, but like, you know, being from mm-hmm. Texas, we love barbecue. Mm-hmm. Um, I love barbecue and, you know, he's just been teaching me about it. Happy taught me about it. You know, he, we, he put me on a whole bunch of people. He bought me the Franklin book. He bought me a whole bunch of my... He'll just Amazon me stuff all the time. And I'm like, oh, tight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Butcher paper and the knives and the thermometers. And and then there was a, a, a offset smoker that we were going to buy. He was going to buy. And there was like a six-month wait. And he was like, well, you go ahead and buy that one. It's coming in in a few weeks. And I'll get this other one. 
Okay, so I got it. Didn't know what to do. I started buying wood. I started barbecuing. I started YouTube University and a bunch of stuff. And <laughs> yeah. and it's just been a passion. I love doing it. I love to feed myself, my family, um, my extended family, my friends. Um, and I just, he said one thing and it really stuck with me. Like, it's it's like an art form to spend so much time on one piece of dead meat. 12 mm-hmm. hours, you know, that you're kind of looking after this thing. And then you eat it at the end, you're like, God damn, you know, like this shit is amazing. And so mm-hmm. I just fell in love. I like learning new things. Even if I don't pursue it as a, a like career or something, I just love to learn. Like I know a lot about bikes. I know a lot about barbecue. I know a little bit about guns and stuff because I buy a bunch of guns. Mm-hmm. And barbecue right now is like, for some reason, <laughs> some weird reason, <laughs> It's something I just really like to do right now. Well, because it's probably like new to you, and mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot of a different newfound stuff. passion. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I'm just I'll go buy all the stuff, and like my whole backyard is like looks like a little restaurant or something. <laughs> you know, like um, we're gonna get you to cater for my dad's birthday. And <laughs> I've yeah, done it for like, real. We're like, hey, he's a cook. Like, now he's multi platinum producer, but he does it. <laughs> he does it on the side. But he know? has a good barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Con tacos. <laughs> Yeah, because we want to throw... His dad's going to turn 50 this year, so uh, it's going to be like tacos and tequila. tequila. You know, mm-hmm. that's his favorite stuff. So, yeah. And he's always the one, like, cooking, so we kind of wanted it. Yeah, not for the birthday, right? Nah, yeah, yeah, not yeah. for the birthday. Even though I'm pretty sure he'd want to, but we're just... He's like, move over, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you're doing it wrong, watch out. <laughs> Starts pouring the beer on the meat. Yeah. yeah, it's like, you're not doing this, you're not barbecuing. <laughs> But so what y'all got something going on? Special project? Yeah, uh Anto, you know, Anto has grown to be like this amazing producer and videographer, filmmaker, networking guy and you know, we've been friends for a long time and uh I've been doing what I've been doing, smoking meats. No, <laughs> I, I put on my Instagram smoking beat no, cooking beets and meats. Yeah. <laughs> uh you know, we, we linked up recently. We're always on the phone all the time. You know, we're always like, hey, how do you do this? Hey, he'll ask me. I'll ask him, hey, how do you do that? You know, we just kind of feed off each other when it comes to production and video yeah. stuff. Because I do some video stuff, too. Um, and, uh, you know, we just one day got together and, and, and we we're just hanging out. I don't remember how it started, but we just got together and we we're just like, let's. How did it start? I don't know. But it, just... it's, it's definitely just uh, creatively, like a lot of times we get tapped out honestly when it comes to like doing uh what we do for a service mm-hmm. you know it's like hey well we need a song we need a video we need it and when it feels like work it kind of takes the, the passion and enjoyment out of it yeah so we was like man how do we bring that fun back and it's like yeah. us just talking it was just you know yeah i lost the passion a little bit i mean i'm just being real with y'all and open and i lost a little bit of the passion. it happens i think to everybody you know um you know, you lose a little bit of passion and motivation to do because you like I had a studio in East Edo, East downtown. And uh, and like I was doing all these things and I had employees and, you know, it was like we were making a bunch of bread and we had a bunch of stuff going on. But I was like, I didn't really like it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I lost that that adolescent youth like love for for the music. And so like. You know, COVID obviously was devastating for a lot of people and a lot of a lot of things, including me and my family, you know, but um, it also was like a reset button, you know, and so mm-hmm. that reset button happened and I let go of the studio because, you know, people, it just kind of crashed. Nobody was coming to the studio, yeah. like the business just 
and I didn't really try to save it either. I was like, bye, you know. And so, um, and so I just started doing the family thing, and I got a house, and I got married, and I got a baby. And so, like in these last three years, all of that has happened. And so I just found myself just working on little projects here and there, like Chingo Bling. Like I love working with Chingo. That's my boy. You know, Carlton Zeus, a metal Nessio from San Antonio. I'm I'm building this new thing with him. It's called um, Tejano Revival. We're mixing hip hop with Tejano. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm taking like a few projects, but these are projects that I just love, and 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 they feel good. And when it came to like promoting it or or, or putting stuff back on IG, because I just took a break. You know, I didn't want to do IG no more. I was just like, mm-hmm. whatever. Um. I hit him up. We we started talking, and we we're just like, man, we could do this, we could do that, like vlog. No, maybe not a vlog, maybe not a podcast. Maybe like you know, we just started just like, what can we do? And and I wanted to just do lifestyle, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like kind of like this. We're just talking about yeah. random stuff sometimes. You know, I know some of it is about music and stuff like that, but we kind of veered off into like life. Yeah. And I told him like, let's let's do something like that. Like let's just talk about life. I was like, look, I want to be me, man. I don't want to be this producer that's like with the chains, even though I got a chain. No, uh, you know, in the yeah, yeah, like you know, I'm breaking producer, down the like, beat, explaining, yeah, oh, this is a hat and a snare. Just that's like, cool. Yeah. yeah, but it's like we was like, man, let's just let's talk like day in yeah. the life type shit. Day in the right. life. So the first episode <clears throat> we haven't showed him. We're still building all this stuff. First episode, he right. comes in to my house and I'm literally smoking a brisket, and we're outside and we're talking, but we do end up kind of getting into the music and getting into a little bit of conversation. Yeah. Uh, we got some tutorials that we're gonna do with like this is how you do this on Ableton, but but it's like it's yeah. chill. We're talking. It, yeah, it's kind of like I feel like when people see y'all, mm-hmm. uh, they're they're thinking like, oh, he's always at the studio, or oh, they're he's shooting videos right now. Like like if you, I feel like if I was just to call one of y'all, y'all are busy. I'm over here thinking like, oh, they're doing something. They're doing something. Right. But I don't know. You might be yeah, like cooking. And the funny yeah. part is like even while cooking though. He was playing country music and what was that George Stray record? George Stray, all my exes live in Texas. And he was like, it's jamming. And then he was like, and he was like, man, we should track that out. And so I took out my laptop, we put some speakers, and we're outside and we start making this beat. And then I was like, what if this is like the theme song to like, you know? And <laughs> it's so having like a 20, 30 minutes. Yeah, and, and and what I like about it is that it's happening very organic. You yeah, know, yeah. everything yeah. is super organic, and it makes me feel like when I was 20. You know, and I was just doing everything for, mm-hmm. for fun just because I liked it, just because I like making music, just because, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. It, it just. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily make you money. Yeah, it don't make no money. It costs money because we have to, like, go buy this and a microphone and this, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it's costing us money, but but I f- it makes me happy. It's fun, yeah. you know? It's like. No, yeah, literally, like, I feel like you're describing, like, the podcast because that's how it was with hard. us, like, you know, because. Like, we don't want this podcast to be, like, an interview, you know? Right. Because, like, I told Roland, I think you're one of, like, the first guests that, like, I know nothing about, mm-hmm. you know? And then he was telling me, like, you know... And Thanks. Then... <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, usually it's because uh, he'll you. tell me. <laughs> She's not, like, you're heavy ready, in the... <laughs> <laughs> She's not heavy in, like, music mm. at, at, at all, you know? Like, no, you know I'm what, joking. though? I think I not that like uh, music wise. I think I'm more like into um, bachata, cumbia, stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know, yeah. uh, like that's probably what I'll know. Yeah. I don't even know the names of the songs. I just know like, oh, I know that song. You know, but yeah. like that. But I think it was more like um, uh, he told me, you know, like about you, and I was like, oh, okay. And then on the way to drop off our son, usually like I'll like do like I'll look A at bit your of research. Yeah, yeah, right. But since I was 
folding my shirts like as i had to like bag them since i have to ship them out today i didn't get a chance to do that so i told him i'm a little nervous just because um pretty much coming you know, in you're here. coming in cold yeah. Yeah. yeah and then the questions we have is usually just for fillers because mm-hmm. we want the conversation to just flow you know casually right and then the questions is more if our guests are awkward then... just in case there's yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. like uh to avoid the awkwardness you know um but yeah, that's why I was like, oh, what about your daughter? Because it's just, yeah, it's, it's normal stuff that people like. Yeah. It's know, life. Everybody it's goes life, through yeah. it, whether you're an artist or you're a super business professional. Like everybody has a house. Everybody has Yeah, like with Chingo Bling, someone. when he was telling us about his daughter, like, yeah. you know, and <laughs> it's just like, oh, people probably think like, oh, I, he has a daughter that's that little, you right. know. And mm-hmm. Even but, like when we were trying to book you and you're like, oh, you think we could do the morning because I, I put my daughter to sleep and everything. Yeah, like, I'm like seven. I'm like, mm, she's in bed by seven. I'm like, I got to be home. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Like that, you see, like, yeah. uh, that's why we were like, yeah, let's do it, you know. But then he booked you when we had our, <laughs> our son didn't have school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it'll work out, you know. And this is like, he doesn't have school. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> but cool, because yeah. since we don't get paid, like we... You know, we don't like asking anybody to take care of our son. It's usually our mother-in-law. Right. Or, like, he'll go with his padrino, right? Mm-hmm. And today, they're going to take him. So, we're like, oh, we weren't going to schedule anything. And right. then Roland ended up booking two people today. Like, <laughs> She's like, today's off. Day. Thanks, Roland. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we put in work, you know? Like, no, yeah. But yeah, I love yeah. doing the podcast because, like, now I, like, I know about y'all, you know? And, like, I just feel like, you know... I, if I see, like, you're talking about, like, cooking and whatever you're doing, like, I know, like, oh, you know, like, I know the There's backstory, a reason. you know. There's a reason. Like, yeah. I know it looks like people for me look at myself and they're like, what are you doing, bro? Like, you're, you're supposed to be a producer. And, yeah. And I'm just like, man, I've just been doing it so long that I'm at a point where I'm like, I don't want to, like, try to put up an image or nothing like that. Like, I just want to, I just want to live my life and put it out there and live, do lifestyle. I just want to have lifestyle on there. And literally my bio says, like cooking beats and meats bikes guns family well like just things yeah, that i'm yeah. interested yeah, he in he told yeah. me about the 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 meats and the beats stuff. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the way to like before we got here he's yeah. like oh yeah his bio we need to talk about the about him cooking <laughs> yeah. i was yeah, like yeah. oh he cooks you're like yeah he, I think yeah he's into that. I, I think what's dope too though like uh organically it starts like the right people will come along mm-hmm. you know what i mean like even how we got introduced <laughs> Like, he never was like, hey, advertising, I got a beat for sale, I got this. Mm-hmm. Just out of curiosity, uh, I met him out through Beans and Cornbread. But I didn't know, like, what his music sounded like. Beans and Cornbread. Yeah. Those are my boys, man. Yeah, man, same here. And it's like, I never heard his stuff before. Like, this is 2013, 2014 when I met him. And, like, just out of curiosity, I'm like, who's this guy? Like, and when I met him, I looked him up and we were already friends on Facebook. I didn't even know that. And then they said like three years. I was like, what? That's crazy. Damn, for so, real. Yeah, for real. So it's like, you know, just to kind of accidentally figure out who you are, like organically, yeah. it's like, oh, who's that guy cooking food? And then you start, it leads to other details. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. That's yeah, fire. so because it was pretty nice of like uh, Chingo to like connect us, you know? Because mm-hmm. when he told Roland, oh, I have this guy. And we're like, and Roland told him, I'm like, yeah, let's do it, you know? Um, yeah. So it's pretty badass because when he came in here, he was pretty like, I was like, oh, it's something small, you know, it's our guest. Yeah. One of the our way, guests the way I sell the podcast, like, because to get Chingo Bling on here is like, we, we didn't even have 200 subs and shit like that. You know, yeah. it's a small channel. And I just Wait, feel like, no, I, when we had them, like, but I'm saying like, um, I feel like somebody like even another guest was like, man, y'all had Chingo Bling, like somebody of his caliber, like 
it's not easy to get them type shit you know yeah but the way i sell the podcast is like look like it may, it's not a big platform or anything but we're we're like pushing it like mm-hmm. every week we drop content it. like it's every monday and then throughout the week it's just clips and clips try to get more i'm not gonna like, lie bro like it looks amazing like props to you guys yeah, like appreciate it, it. the you. intro the the consistency what you guys are doing the the guests y'all are having it's super fire it's it's i saw that and i was like man this is inspiring man like yeah. i like it looks so good already now i can just imagine i told him i was like bro you know, they're, I feel like they're just going to start. They only have, like, maybe 20 or less episodes, or I don't know how many of y'all have. I was like, but, bro, they're going to blow up, bro. I was like, they're just going to keep doing it. And I was, and he was like, all right, man, I'm going to check it out, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But it's tight. I, like, yeah. hats off. Like, Thanks. Because, well, honestly, it, when uh, when Jingle Bling came, I was nervous, you know, because, like, because it started because, you know, like, I love talking, you know, getting to know people. Like, the side that people aren't normally, like, asking you about, like, mm-hmm. about your daughter or, like, you know, other right, stuff. Right, like, right. and I'm a mom, so I just feel like I can have those conversations, right? Yeah. So, when Jingle Bling came, I was like, oh, I'm I'm a little nervous, but, like, and he's, he's like, no, nah, you know, and then <laughs> I was like, yeah. So, then he brought a, a his friend, right? Like, mm-hmm. another comedian. And then I'm like, oh, it's when we were walking over here, I'm just like, oh, it's a small room. Because people usually think it's bigger, you mm. know? It does look and, big, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, oh, no, it's just a small room. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, no, it's nice. And da, 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 da. But I felt like, oh, I mean, it's nothing too big, but, you know, yeah. right. trying to keep it like. Yeah. Eventually, we do want to get a, a space, a like space, a big yeah. creative space. But yeah, we're still figuring that out. Yeah. So. But I mean, everything with, you know. With time. Mm-hmm. With timing and... Y'all are killing it. Guidance. Y'all are killing it. Then I was walking by and y'all got merch over there, t-shirts and hoodies. That's and, my brand. That's yes. your brand? What's the name of the brand? AI Mas. AI Mas? Uh-huh. It's like a yeah. girl brand. Yeah. Like yeah. a streetwear, but like uh, not too streetwear for girls, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like working on that right yeah. now. That's pretty much her office. Like I our know. whole house is like a, a whole production. It's yeah, like my house. My house is like that. You walk in, there's a grand piano uh and then i have the bikes i keep my my bike's like an expensive bike so i keep it inside like all mm, weird yeah yeah but then like you go to the back end of, past the kitchen and it's my office and then past that is the studio like the music studio mm-hmm. the office over here slash gaming uh <laughs> you know because i play a lot of video games and then uh and then the other side of the house is like just the rooms you know my mm. daughter's room our room the restrooms mm. and stuff yeah, like yeah. that but it's no, like, yeah like literally like um you saw right when y'all walked in like that's my corner Mm because this used to be my office Mm -hmm. right but then we're like oh let's do the podcast and then we just started like buying all this stuff Mm -hmm. you know and like you said like um you know i was like oh y'all aren't making money but you're like we're spending it and that's the same thing with us you know we had to spend some money to make Mm -hmm. it look a little bit more legit and um so yeah, Roland has his office, and then well, y'all are gonna see right now because we're you gonna see, get the tour. When you're gonna see when <laughs> yeah. you see the garage, you're gonna be like, oh holy shit, like they did this too, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but right. other than that, I mean, um, well, whenever y'all fit, like drop the first episode, it's gonna be on YouTube, or yeah, right. What are y'all thinking? YouTube? Well, like we're yeah, okay. still kind of working on the concept. Like we've we've shot like a bunch of stuff, and we're like, nah, that's not tight. Yeah, you know soon. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know, Without but I tell them like, let's just keep it. You know, because we're going to like, maybe it makes sense later. Yeah. yeah. Not right yeah. now. It's kind of weird to talk about this now, but, you know, later. And so uh, we're working on whether are we going to do like long videos or are we going to do little short videos? And mm-hmm. so right now we got really excited doing like the little tutorials. I was saying, like these little mm-hmm. one minute clips. Mm-hmm. I like one minutes because they're good for reels. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, I love one minute stuff. Yeah. And so I was like, let's just do a bunch of one minute stuff. 
And then, like, episode one, I think we only have an episode one is, like, four minutes long, three minutes long. That's probably going to go to YouTube, and then we'll probably eventually make a few more uh, season one or whatever. I don't know. We're going to try to shoot them all first and then start releasing them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, And those will maybe be four minutes, three minutes, you know, five minutes. And those are the vloggier ones that will go on YouTube, but... Um, all the little one minute stuff where we are making a bunch of one minute stuff that's gonna be for instagram are y'all having okay, like dope. a separate instagram page or on y'all's personals uh you know it originally it's funny originally it was it kind of started like saying hey let's i was kind of saying let's let's do me like i wanted to do it for me mm-hmm. um and i'm just very inclusive and i'm trying to build family and mm-hmm. friends and so like you know i'm like hey let's do it together um the only reason i don't the only reason why i struggle you know building a new account is because there's no no followers zero Mm -hmm. followers yeah and it's hard to transfer everybody like you know i've built i've in the last i don't know how long i've been building my instagram following and doing my work or whatever Mm -hmm. and so so, yeah to now i gotta send them over here and it's just like i was like look bro like originally like i said it was supposed to be about steve-o lifestyle but Mm -hmm. i'm just like nah bro let's do it together let's do it together because Because I don't want to be camera on me. I want to have a conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like, let's talk. Let's, you know, and and cross promote and talk and just, you know, be cool. And, and I'm going to move my hand like this. Uh, <laughs> you know, but like, let's just do it together, you know. So yeah. right so now it, it's on mine. Okay. Because you, know? you okay. on Instagram, the cool, the cool thing about it now is that. The collab. The collab. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, he put so, me on that, yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty that badass because if his followers can follow you. And, and then, vice versa. And vice versa. Yeah. Well, I was, I was asking because, um, so we can put it in the description. So we'll just put both of y'all's Instagram so like yeah, that they cool. can just, you know keep up with that you know yeah 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 instead of keeping sure. up with the kardashians it's gonna be <laughs> keeping up with the, kind of fire. keeping up with the boys yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um did you have a, another question no i think that's it for me honestly on my end well thank y'all so much for joining us today on this yeah. early episode early <laughs> nah it's not that early guys it i was... mean we woke up at 6 30 7 i don't ever get up this early man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what though i yesterday i had a migraine all day me too and then i told him man i don't feel good and then he's like do you want me to reschedule but it was literally like one in the morning and i was just like no let me just go to sleep and and see how i feel in the morning thank god i don't have one this morning you know <laughs> because like migraines they suck mm-hmm. like it's just that happened yesterday we were supposed to link up yesterday yeah. He's like, you are you good for tomorrow? I was like, yeah, I think I'm good for tomorrow, but today is not it, bro. Just got to push through it, and then, like, this happens. I think when you're in the moment, it just, yeah, all of that yeah. goes away. Yeah, because I kind of, I didn't want to have to reschedule, yeah, and he, it, it would have been, like, crazy last minute, and I'm like, man, yeah, it's, I not, it's not really professional, bad. like, oh, yeah. I don't want to do that shit. And we've and... never, I we've only rescheduled one time but it was because of the whole funeral stuff that was happening but understandable yeah but um i was just feeling so bad like my head was pounding and then my son was just like he normally goes to sleep early because he it's a weekday you know Mm -hmm. but his ass was up (laughs) and he was literally just waiting for me right and he what did he tell you like um that was like what 12 Uh one he and was then awake. he was up he was just playing with like the easter eggs with yeah. his then, shades on his head it was so funny <laughs> yeah and then uh he's like uh, i'm like hey let's let's go to sleep already so i just like carry him and i'm like tell, tell mommy uh let's go to sleep right and then she was counting her shirts and she's just like hold on hold on hold on and then she's like that and he looks at me he's like hold on papi it's like mommy working wait okay and i'm like <laughs> all right whatever so i just sat him down and, no yeah. but yeah but then when he 
and he was like oh we, i don't want to reschedule i'll do the the podcast the episode by myself i'm like i'm not gonna let you do that you know but um i'm glad i would have felt know. cheated yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm glad that you know everything works out for a reason like i mean and we had I a long ass episode i know yeah. we were yeah. shooting for an hour an hour and we're a like, half all right let's let's try to go for an hour you know yeah but, but i mean how long has it been what do we do it's probably two, two hours Yeesh. but it's good though because conversations like yeah. that it just it's it goes flow. to show you know like yeah, yeah. and same thing with like with chingo bling it was the same like his was supposed to be like an hour but i think once you're like the guest and the conversation is just so good you don't realize like the time is you know he, yeah. he did cut it though yeah because he, he was like all right i gotta go like, hey after this that's it it was right? late you got enough right late. yeah right <laughs> yeah. It yeah it was late and then we're yeah. like, oh, no, yeah, we can Yeah, Chingo's a family man. He's always yeah. like, I got to go, man. We're at the studio. We <laughs> yeah, work from 8 thing. to like 10. And he's like, yeah, yeah let's go. Yeah, because it was already like, I want to say it was like about to be 10. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I feel like now, like the the dad guests that we have, they're the ones that are like, hey, I got to go. Like, yeah. I got to put my daughter to sleep. Or I got to shower my my kids, you know, or some shit like that. Like, yeah. yeah. Which, now, like, like to me, I love to see it, you know, yeah, because it's, cool. it's just. It's the evolution. Everybody's not young and running yeah. around like, what's good? You know? And it's <laughs> just so like, because we have young people watching, you yeah. know, and we've had other people reach out and they're like, man, thank y'all so much. Like, mm. because of this, I'm inspired to do this, you know, yeah. and it's good like if there's young dads that see the responsibility you know but overall thank y'all for joining outro number two (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right keep don't forget to subscribe like follow us on ig their information is going to be in the description Mm -hmm. um am i forgetting anything no just follow instagram youtube tiktok trying to blow up the tiktok and shit um clips new episodes every monday you know appreciate y'all and don't forget to subscribe please Yeah, we need subscribers, man. All right, (laughs) peace out. That's it. Peace.